0: All right, guys, listen up. Okay. We're going live to tape in five, four, three, two. Godday Call-Up Promotion presents The Tommy and Adam Hard-To-Name Podcast Starring Grant, Tommy Martinez, and Mr. Adam. Eight, executive producer, Jay Big Bubba Martinez. And now, here's the greatest podcast, according to them, the Tommy and Adam Hartany Podcast. <laughs> Excellent. I like it. Welcome. And welcome to the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast, season two, episode number 24. And that voice you heard is that of El Gran, Tommy Martinez. And that voice you just heard is that of my rock and roll bro and the humblest guy on planet Earth, Mr. Adam Tate. What is going on,
1: Adam? Tommy, what are we in store for this week? Are we going to meet another deity Will be another god-like body that's going to take over the show, that's going to cause
0: chaos and wreak havoc? When that modem started going off last week, I didn't even know we were on dial-up. <laughs> that god has to be a really old god. <laughs> Man, he took over the show. I have no idea what happened last week, but you know, other, we, we learned a lot. We figured out uh, that. We put into practice things that we had learned in the previous which is, episode. Which is like learning and growing, man. You exactly. Know, that's, can you go on to some other podcast hmm. and say you learned what we've learned in the past couple of weeks? Now, do I have to be invited on that podcast? Is that what you're saying? <laughs> I, mean, I don't think we're going to get it. All. I dare I say don't think that we're going to get a, an invitation. There's not
1: another it. podcast talking about that same thing no, that no, we were no, probably no. talking about.
0: No, 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 no. It's oh well, yeah, you're right, right. You're probably right. <laughs> How was your week, bro? Good. Uh, busy. You know,
1: it seems like it always is. But uh, my time was thin, but I carved out enough time to make it here
0: man and early i know <laughs> it has
1: to be early i gotta fit it in sometime <laughs> some
0: beautiful mornings what like 40 degrees out there was it
1: yeah didn't we have something in the middle of the week where all <laughs> we of a sudden some, we had like we had, winter time we had, we had in the snow middle
0: of... <laughs> it was wednesday i think is that we had snow we were walking around in short pants was it wednesday or thursday and then the next day we had <laughs> slush and sleet and snowfall yeah, i rode my bike twice this week man
1: Hopefully on both sides, <laughs> before before the snow and then after the snow. No, no, no. It was oh. before
0: the snow. Yeah, oh, all before right. today. Uh, not today. Yesterday, I didn't get a chance. It was nice yesterday afternoon. It's Friday afternoon. It was uh, pretty. It was really nice. Pretty nice. Yeah, it wasn't That's bad right. at all. I got some yard work done. And- that oh, kinda, that's never ending. That's never, yeah, that's an ongoing thing. It's a preparation. Stonehenge is uh, no. conquered. Oh, you did you take a peek out there in front?
1: I I mean, <laughs> I figured if it was done, you probably would have directed me out there and say, "Look at oh, all oh, the work yeah. that was accomplished."
0: Oh, you would have seen it on Facebook and on Instagram. Oh, man, and that's right. <laughs> that's where I proudly display. Uh huh. And then I just you know all I'm doing is shooting myself in the foot because it's like the announcing of the next project. Sure. One is not done when the other one just ready to go. Yeah. So it's like no. This time I'm gonna take this one nice and slow. But that Stonehenge out there, those uh, those flint slabs I have out there are uh,
1: going on week number two. So if you keep those out there and they're not installed, does that put off the next project? Like the next project doesn't get no, planned. No, it doesn't no, get. No. The per the purchase orders aren't made no. for the next.
0: Just so lot. you just so you know, this is project number deuce. That this is project number. Deuce? This is project number two. Okay. Project number one started last August. Oh shit. End of September when we were de- when we were uh, finishing up the deck, the oh. the staining and the sealing of the uh of Oh, that the, still has uh, to happen. That still has to, but that's in in thinking mode right now. We got to lay down that stone first. Okay. But that pro- you know, this is like pr- basically project number two. There's going to be some hammocks underneath there. and It's going to look nice, I think. Wow. At the end of the day, everything is going to work out. So, yeah. Jeez, this sounds great. So, <laughs> tropical paradise. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for me. <laughs> for me not. <laughs> yeah. Ooh, you sound out good, Adam.
1: I know. You're going to keep it up for this whole episode, aren't you? <laughs> of course, this is Queen with Crazy Little Thing oh, Called May.
0: Love. That's
1: what I'm talking about. Wow. What a beautiful song. That's this. how you want to start the day.
0: Adam, good morning, my friend. Good morning. Love makes you do some crazy shit, Adam. Oh, <laughs> God. Like get married. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Be born, but before you do so, my friend. Yes. Today is March the 20th, 2021. And you know what today is, man?
1: Oh, I hope you're going to tell me.
0: National Proposal Day.
1: Oh, no. Oh, <laughs> no. Wow!
0: You didn't think we're gonna start off with a love song or a love theme song, if it. I had no be.
1: idea which way we were going. <laughs> I didn't know it was a, a day that you
0: set aside to propose. That's right, dude. March the twentieth, the days and nights balance, and National Proposal Day offers an equal opportunity for a marriage proposal. Mm. For many, this is the day they've been waiting patiently to arrive, but without success. Okay. Others will pop the question suddenly observed on both vernal and autumnal equinoxes, right? Mm-hmm. I hope I got that right. Anyway, yes. this day of proposal-making is an opportunity to let a loved one in your life know you are open to a marriage. Oh, so it doesn't have
1: to be actually sealed. It doesn't have to be like a ring and a, and a yes or no answer on a proposal. This is just, <laughs> just saying, I'm open to the idea.
0: Where subtle hints have not worked. Oh. <laughs> the passive aggressive kind probably oh no a more direct approach may be required at on national okay. proposal day
1: wow okay but what if this okay. This is on people's calendars, right? National Proposal Day. Yeah, You'll probably yeah. see it this on like your little. Na- this is, on this is if you buy, when you get on Facebook or something, you yeah. will say, "Oh, this today is National Proposal Day." If you Day. go
0: on the NationalDay
1: right? Uh huh. And you, this is up there, right? This is like the first one. Whoa.
0: <laughs>
1: but I mean, if if they see that, and then they're going to think, "I have expectations now. I'm in a relationship with this person. I've been you know, we've been dating for eight and a half years. <laughs> is this ever going to happen?" Today is actually National Proposal Day. I've set. I've. I have my my expectations way up high. Something's going to happen. There's going to be carts full of roses that are going to come to me,
0: and well, then rings, know, jewelries. I, I like your logic because on National Taco Day, what do you do? You consume tacos. Yes, well, you buy fine uh, ta- tacos. Uh, you na- take pictures of tacos. Uh, na- on National Ice Cream Day, the same thing. Same thing. Last week was jewels. Remember that? I remember that was jewels. All kinds of jewels. You're trying to put jewels in a young lady's hands? (laughs) On their slender fingers. Yeah, it's on their slender fingers. (laughs) You may want to hold up from last week and drop the the jewel today. I don't know. What they've planned
1: out is last week, young man purchases the jewels. Right. And they hold it for the next week yeah, when the go. proposal, when they get all the plans laid out, they've, they've coordinated everything, they've put the jewel inside the bottom of the stemware in the <laughs> champagne glass, and she, <laughs> she tries to consume it. She's like, oh, no, look inside.
0: I'm glad you There's said that. There's a ring that. for you. I'm glad you said that. Now, if you've identified with the one uh, true love that you are seeking to get married to, right? You've yes, connected with them and everything else. Yes. There is ways to participate in today if they still haven't popped the question. Okay, there are ways to do it. Yeah, there is different ways. Now, see, oh, you could show. Now, this is a couple of suggestions here. You could pick up the latest bridal magazine and leave it laying around. So you've shown a picture of a of a uh, ring. You sent you 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 place a bridal magazine out there oh, on the coffee table, or that's a big hint. That's a big hint. Visit your favorite bakery and go to the section where they have the what? The wedding cakes. And you point it out to him or even to her. A lady, feminine, female, girl skunk. <laughs> <laughs> Who's to say the, that the guy is going to do yeah, this? Could show. be. Could be. What if the guy is the one that wants to get married? Could be the other way around. We are in 2021. Yes. Or it could be two dudes, and you could take your dude. Or it could be two chicks, and you could take your chick. I don't know. It could this be. Is marriage in any, in any, is marriage. There's a myriad of combinations. Yeah, there's all kinds of combinations, right? Sure. So anyway, you could ask your love whether they want a big wedding, or do they prefer to elope?
1: Oh, so you don't you actually. to start asking questions. You don't actually have to uh, seal the details. You can just start probing. So like. Ah! <laughs> <laughs> okay. In the future. What do we want it to look like when we actually have our wedding? Right,
0: I like this one. You could start driving around churches and then just start looking. churches. Chicken, it's right over there on 13th. and all of them. <laughs> The new one, <laughs> the church is like in places of oh, of worship, matrimony. Yes, yeah, yeah, te- temples. You down the temples. Aisle. Yes. Gotcha. And you could say, you know what? Nah, I don't want no church. Let's let's start planning a trip to Vegas. Bam. All
1: right. That would get that would get me more uh, enticed into going there.
0: <laughs> okay. Get caught singing. Singing. Yeah, the song Chapel of Love by the Dixie Cups. How big is the G-Cup? Let's find out. Uh, G-Cup. Jesus Christ. Massive. Look at that. Wow. <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> so too bad I didn't have that loaded up. <laughs> we could be playing
0: some Dixie Cups right now. And what size are those cups? <laughs> 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 That's what I'd be asking. Why you you, fig- you got to figure that out when you're looking for the wedding dress, of actually. Of course, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, when someone asks when you're getting married, look to your love to, for them to answer the question. You know those nosy people that are always like, hey, when are you going to get married? <laughs> You just turn around and look typically to your love and go, hey, no, why, no, no, don't, no. why don't you answer that question? And typically
1: if they're if they're not really enthused about the idea, the eyes go the opposite <laughs> direction. <laughs>
0: <laughs> Love's over
1: over on your right and you're looking up up towards the sky.
0: Man, it took me yeah. it took me two
1: years to propose to a world. Okay, did you feel pressure to propose? Or did uh, were you excited
0: to do so? You know, she's the love of my life. Love
2: of my love.
0: Okay. <laughs> you know, she's the love of my life. You know, it's always been that way. But uh, there was a lot of traditional stuff going on with a Wilda. So you had to do, you had to ask for her hand, hand, of course. And hand and that kind of stuff like that. Sure. So we had knocked that out first, but hurdle had been breached already. Mm-hmm. So it was just like, it was just a matter of time after that. Okay. So then uh, if you say I feel pressure, let's say, well... I will that you didn't use any of these subtle uh, (laughs) suggestions that I want to hear. There's nothing subtle? She was like, what's the deal, dude?
2: Figure it out.
0: What's happening? (laughs) (laughs) When are we going to do this? I'm like, oh, (laughs) man. (laughs) wow <laughs> that's exactly what it went down. did she want she wanted you to
1: sweep her off her feet and take her and whisk, whisk, whisk her away dude I had whisked to a, her. I had a life of
0: I had swept her off her glory. feet a long time before that but yeah you know I mean, it is madly oh, for in love sight with, I'm sure you know, no no I was madly in love with her but it was that thing about getting you know it was that commitment deal dude yeah had issues with commitment you know what I'm saying for then you know we did the whole thing we you know I I, I proposed to her I got her ring Later on Very nice Right after she asked me What was the deal <laughs> Very nice So yeah That's a little bit of Tommy's Beautiful. love story Yeah
1: <laughs> Now what know? did you do it on March 20th uh, On no, National
0: no, no, Proposal no. Day uh, Dude I can't remember I Don't and don't get me uh, Wilder probably remembers But I don't mm. We got married And two years later So I would say about August, September Around there Okay So I dated a Wilder For about maybe I want to say Close to four years Before we got married I had to make sure You know that, Well you know That's good you, need, would, to, you th- need to make sure there was no doubt though but you know it's just one of those things you just getting well, married was I mean, scary dude no doubt but you have you to know. make sure yeah <laughs> 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 hey.
1: how was yours did you did you propose oh I did pro- I proposed of you course oh, I good, good deal good I was deal. getting ready to drop her off at Dylan's and uh I said hey you know ha, ha.
2: oh hey you're you're picking up up
1: the groceries Uh, why don't you think about this while you're in there Uh, you want to uh, get married get hitched you think that's a good thing I'll I'll ask dad you you sir are a romantic
0: (laughs) (laughs) today's also national spring begins today and on that romantic note. Adam! Yes, sir! This is running wild this is running wild. The black wings of death. Oh jeez. <laughs> <It's> very, very <laughs> ominous.
1: Goes with your Dylan story. <laughs> it's worked, it's worked so far.
0: <laughs> Today at History Adam yes, sir. brought to you by history.com, my friend. <laughs> hey! My- <laughs>
1: Don't give her time to think about it. It's gonna kind of spring it on her, you know? <laughs> don't
2: I've learned more don't shit about Don't forget the
1: Velveeta <laughs> and, and the gallon of milk. Oh, and and this. Yeah, go ahead.
0: I've learned more shit about you on this podcast. <laughs> you know, I'm you know I'm I'm am uh, uh warehousing all this knowledge. You're keeping the fire. when <laughs> yeah. I sit down with your wife. Oh you know? no. <laughs> Lisa get ready. <laughs> <laughs> we haven't been to a show yet. Yeah, this has been a long time. 13:45, <laughs> Adam.
1: <laughs> wow, we're going way back there. The
0: Black Wings of Death, uh,
1: yeah. running
0: wild, man. This is a German band. Okay. German yeah, I band never heard from of them. 70s, 80s, around there. Into that, into that. Before Black Death Metal was, uh, you know, Black Death Metal. These guys are contemporaries with the Scorpions. Sounds like they're almost. A little bit before, right? With except, yeah. Wow. Well, anyway, yeah. Okay. Well, now uh, March the twentieth, Adam. Thirteen, thirteen forty-five. Thirteen forty-five. Wow. According to scholars, oh, Adam. Okay. And I'm throwing up quotation marks, right? Because we don't know if they're really scholars. Well, or they not. were scholars at the university at the University of Paris, right? Gay Paris, yes. Right. The Black Death mm-hmm. was created on that day. Now, how did these so called scholars come to that conclusion, you ask? I do ask. I'm I don't know how they just <laughs> determined the Black Death isn't being created. Go ahead. <laughs> they concluded that yeah. a triple conjunction of Saturn, oh. Jupiter, and Mars in the 40th degree of Aquarius, occurring on the 20th March of that year, created that devastating pandemic. What? The Black Plague. The alignment of other
1: (laughs) planets out in the solar system caused-
0: Celestial bodies. Caused mass death on Earth. The Black Death, right? Right. Also known as the plague. This is from the rats, right? That's right. Swept across Europe. Yeah. The Middle East and Asia during the 14th century, leaving an estimated 25 million dead in its wake. That's
1: a big number. Wow, this this coronavirus didn't do hardly any damage compared to that.
0: Talk about coincidences. Last year, this time in March, what was going on?
1: Did the planets align again? (laughs) Because you know it's like a cyclical thing. Maybe the
0: the three planets aligned. On Thursday, I was at the cosmosphere and I was at the planetarium. Oh, did you, Did you get under the telescope? <laughs> and, and I see was something? trying. I was trying to remember about this story. I said, "Oh, Aquarius, Mercury." I was, You're trying to get a look at Uranus. <laughs> <was> Say <saying>, what?
2: <laughs>
0: that was last week.
2: <laughs>
1: I mean, this is Pat Benatar. Hit me with your best shot.
0: With your best shot, man. Don't give up, man. Give it to me, all right? (laughs) (laughs) Today's Sports History, Adam. Yeah. (laughs) Brought to you by History.com and on this day.com slash sports. Okay. You're going to love this. Oh, good. I like that. You're a sports guy, dude. Sure. Somewhat. Oh. What is it? Garth Brooks, Adam. Yeah. Tries out for the New York Mets. New York (laughs)
1: Mets. Now, he did this multiple times. Uh, Kind of like our local professional team, uh, the Kansas City Royals. I think two spring trainings, he he tried out with the the Royals. I think maybe the Padres as well. But the Mets, was that his first time doing it? That's what it said here, yeah. Man. Well, obviously, he's a big baseball fan.
0: I don't know. This i don't nuts. know how he
1: was on the field
0: <laughs> i know it was in the news it was uh it was kind of weird you know
1: if you're a big enough celebrity in some other arena i guess you can create your own little well, media thing I and say oh let's go look at garth you gonna play first base or something
0: people have done that also in uh like other sports right like football as well, or maybe some... I don't know where. I think soccer. How do you mean?
1: Like, like celebrities yeah, from outside? Yeah, celebrities just try to do that. Hmm. Yeah,
0: I can't recall, but I don't... For some reason, I remember the, the Garth Brooks story because that was all over.
1: Now, uh, there's no way that he was trying to be professional. Story. He wasn't trying to be a professional ball player. He was just there having a good time, and baseball is a sport where you're not going to get hurt. <laughs> you're not, <laughs> you're, you're not <laughs> yeah. running into dummies. You're not doing a whole bunch of tackling <laughs> drills. Right? I mean, that's what... He could get on, like, the golf tour if you yeah. wanted to play golf with some you regular and players. You
0: are not baseball-friendly, New <laughs> <What>? York.
2: <Yeah. laughs> what do you mean? You
1: even, you even, call, I'm, you even? I'm describing you the sport. It's not hmm. – I mean, unless you get headhunted and you get a 100-mile-an-hour fastball on the side of your head, it's, it's pretty much pedestrian. It's like, oh, it's a nice little pastime. Everybody's calm, chilled hmm. out. Oh, he, hit, he struck the ball on the left field. Look at this.
0: So can you imagine Randy Johnson was like a Metallica fan, didn't like, like uh, Garth Brooks, and he went for the head? Oh. <laughs> <laughs> there wouldn't be no Garth Brooks today. No. <laughs> yeah, well, that's probably true. <laughs> He'd be going, I got friend. Where do I have a at? <laughs> Lowell plays across the... I can't remember <laughs> shit. <I> can't... <laughs> today, it's today, it's right, today, it's right, Rolling Stones, Adam. Oh, yeah. With Street fighting, Man. Man, you've been been picking them awesome. That's pretty good. You picked some good ones today. Man. 1968, Adam. March the 17th, 1968, man. St. Patrick's Day. (laughs) Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mick Jagger joined a demonstration at Grosvenor Square in London to protest the Vietnam War. Okay. When the group of, of estimated at uh, twenty five thousand marched on the American embassy, they were met with pres- police resistance and a riot ensued. Jagger had left the protest.
2: Oh
1: yeah, he didn't, he didn't need to be involved <laughs> yeah, in all that. Before
0: he reached the embassy, but still, he used that experience to write this song. which is are a street fighting uh, man. Yeah,
1: you're a spectator <laughs> at least in something. You know you're. A-
0: Tertiarily
1: <laughs> involved, you were <laughs> there to the interest of other people <laughs> in your group. <laughs>
0: Let me, just, let me just march a couple of steps with him alone so at least get a picture here, like a selfie or something, whatever it is at the time. Well, how long do you have to stay there to protest?
1: You know, maybe he just said, I want to do a 15-minute protest. I'll stop by. I'll say, yes, I don't like this war. This war is bad. You guys handle it from here.
0: I'll, I'll, I'll see you later. I got to write a song about it. Yeah. Man, street fighting, man. Get the fuck out of here with that shit. <laughs> also on this week on March 15th, another Rolling Stones, uh, oh. uh, another Mick Jagger story here. Go good. Mick was ordered to increase his child support payments to Brazilian model Luciano Morad from $5,500 a month to $10,000 a month. That's double. hmm Had her expenses grown? Now, check this out. Miss Mick was asked to confirm that he was the father of her child by the court. Okay. While Miss Morad was seeking a $10 million settlement, Morad told the court her monthly expenses mm. were $3,500 for the nanny. <laughs> <laughs> oh, at least the child's getting good care. $2,500 for food and... Holy crap, <laughs> what are they eating? And... $3,350 to rent her place in New York's upper west side. Dude. Well, you need quality lodging. Man, that's a lot. Of, that must have been a fat kid, man. That's a lot of food. He's $2,500 a month for big food?
1: fat prawns every, for every <laughs> meal. <laughs> big huge shrimp cocktails.
0: Hey, if you got money. Guess you know who pays for this?
1: Uh, Mick, the fans. Oh, well, yeah, but they're the proceeds That go to (laughs) Nick from us just enjoying the music. (laughs) We don't care what he does with it.
0: He can give it off to whoever he wants
1: to. Have more kids, Nick. It's okay.
0: What a man. (laughs) Woo, Adam.
1: Oh. It's dark in here. Tommy, it's dark in here. Why don't Ah. you Ah.
0: hit the lights? Yeah. Wow. Adam. Adam, 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 Adam. Yeah. Metallica. That's who this is. 1980 Deuce. Oh. March the 14th. Way back when. 1982. Thanks. All right. So the year does coincide with with the song. All right. I like that. At the Radio City in Anaheim, California, Mm -hmm. Metallica, one of our favorite, played their debut show, buddy. Wow. Uh, today was the day. And what did they open up the show with? Guess what? <laughs> it might have been this one. That hit, the right hit, hit the lights. Hit the lights. Hit the lights. We're about to, <laughs> we're about to rock you into hell.
1: Now, who was in the band at this time? Was it uh, still Dave Mustaine in the band at that time? Or had we moved on to Kirk Hammett? It
0: was uh, James Hetfield and Hugh Tanner. Hugh Tanner? Wow. Mm-hmm. We're way back. Yep. And, of course, Lars Ulrich.
1: Cliff Burton was in the band, or no? no. Is Uh, it McGovney? What what his
0: name is? Let me keep going here. Let me read this real quick. Uh, uh, Lars Ulrich placed an advertisement in the Los Angeles newspaper. We all know that legend, right? The Recycler, which read, Drummer looking for other metal musicians to jam with. uh, To songs like Tigers of Pan Tang, Diamond Head, and Iron Maiden. And guitarist Jane Hetfield and Hugh Tanner of... Leather Charm, I guess, was their previous band's name. Answered the advertisement, and the rest was history. Also, some uh, some more Metallica news this weekend during a gig in Orlando, and this was in 1992. So, what, ten years later, was it? Yes, absolutely. And the Orlando arena fans dangled an usher by his ankles from the balcony. As trouble broke out in the concert, <laughs> <laughs> they didn't like his direction that he was trying to give to the <laughs> the patrons there. Oh, it definitely okay. was not Wichita, Kansas. I'll tell you that much. The band was charged thirty eight thousand dollars for repairs and cleaning after the audience trashed the building. What did, what could the what could, what could it have possibly been? <laughs> yeah, I, have no I mean, you're dangling a why guy. They, why they? I mean, how is Metallica responsible for this?
1: I don't. I mean, I. I guess they brought that crowd of people into the building is that possibly it that's all <laughs> that's not all responsible they're responsible
0: for what these that's all they're involved with
1: yes i say i say leave your anger at home adam <laughs> no, yeah no, well they <laughs> don't always, take it out on the ushers they always say that the crowd is there for a release so maybe they just wanted to release this guy from the top balcony down yeah. and release him they, to the lower level. They
0: easily could have killed this dude. <laughs> well, sure. I mean, I guess. All of a sudden, the other ushers are going, like, mm. <laughs> do what you want. Stay <laughs> stay away from row 32A.
1: <laughs> Four hours of uh, minimum wage is
0: not quite worth this. You know, I applied to be an usher there at the at the uh, interest. Well, that'd be a
1: good way to get into at least into the building while the... It was going on like that was my master activities plan activities were happening.
0: That was my master plan when uh-huh.
1: I re- that's when I retired. And what did they
0: say? I never got a call back. You were more fit than <laughs> half of the people that we see <laughs> out there. Usually they're like big fat roly polies. And oh
1: <laughs> yes.
0: Man. But nobody screws around with them here
1: in town. Is that right? For the most part they I mean, yeah. you gotta deal with some drunks every now and then. But right? I'm
0: talking you don't see a lot of uh, back and forth with the uh with the ushers. When the ushers usually say something, they usually the people will, will comply. The only time in Wichita that I ever seen anybody uh, screw around with Usher was at that first uh, Rush show that we, that we went to, back in whatever it was. Uh, I don't remember. I didn't that. go with you, but okay. but you went to the Rush show. I was right. there. So what I was did there you with see? Jeremy? It was every time the the Usher told some guy to calm down. <laughs> okay, it was some crazy white guy. You know, it's like you know, slinky kind of guy. Yeah, go, go figure. So every single time the, the usher would turn his back, he'd do like like voodoo stuff to him, like, you know, all kinds of movements and dancing, and then the guy would turn his back, and he'd sit back down. <laughs> 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 that's, that's hardly anything. <laughs> but, you know, still, it was just annoying, the usher, you know. And then they, the usher uh, had him removed okay. after, you know, two or three times <laughs> that he did that. I said, man, there goes the pre-show entertainment right there. <laughs> this guy should be on stage. <laughs> The only time ever. <laughs> That's funny. 1982, Adam. We're still in 82. March. Mm-hmm. The 19th. Okay. 1982. What we're, happened? We're playing here. What is it we're playing here, buddy? This is D from Ozzy Osbourne. Randy Rhodes, obviously. Guitarist Randy Rhodes, man, died. When a plane he was on buzzed Ozzy's tour bus, killing him once it crashed.
1: So it was it was hijinks? We were just up to have a good
0: time, and we wanted to <laughs> scare the guys on the bus? Yes. So we buzzed it? The sad story goes, Adam, that after driving much of the night, the band had stopped near a small airstrip in Leesburg, Florida. Okay. The tour bus driver, Andrew Aycock, talked the band's keyboardist, Dan Airy into taking a test flight in a 55 Beechcraft Bonanza. The joyride ended and the plane landed safely. That was the first time. Then Acock took Randy Rhodes and Rachel Youngblood on another flight and the attempts were made to buzz the tour bus. So the tour bus was parked On the airstrip, Mm -hmm.
1: kind of Mm -hmm. off to the side, and they wanted to (laughs) dive bomb it. I guess, man. Holy crap! The
0: left wing clipped the bus, which sent the plane spiraling into a nearby house, bursting into flames. And those things are full of fuel. Yeah. All three bodies were burned beyond recognition and were identified by dental records. Rhodes was 25 years old, dude. That is insane. Is that crazy or what? Rest in peace, Randy Rhodes. (laughs) <laughs> waka Waka oh. oh yeah Waka Waka That used to be me and the Chinese buffet <laughs> uh, Roll the quarters to the
1: arcade It's been a long time since I heard something like this
0: 1982 still at him. Wow <laughs>
1: The popular year, March
0: the twentieth, nineteen eighty-two, man. Okay. The duo Buckner and Garcia, yeah, appeared on American Bandstand to perform their hit single, man, this one right here, Pac-Man Fever, <laughs> the first successful song about a video game. Adam. Okay. What do you think about that? Uh, that's. Uh, put not, your, I don't put, think I don't put, think put, too much about it. Put your uh, put your age. Uh, put yourself in that uh, nin- okay, nineteen eighty-two. I
1: have to age myself. What? How old was I? I? Was eight years old. I didn't have many rolls of quarters. <laughs> uh, I didn't have a lot of access to go to the arcade. But that's, uh, this is when I guess Pac-Man was taking over the world because I don't remember it really.
3: You don't
0: remember that. Wow.
1: No. I mean, later on, I went to the arcade, and there was played games like Galaga and stuff
0: like that. But They're still, uh, about, I the same, they're still about the same time.
1: I wasn't a big uh, Pac-Man. Eventually, I got an Atari 2600, and then, I yes, I had Pac-Man on that, but I sucked, and I put it away, and I never played it, hardly ever. Wow. 1982,
0: I was, a, uh, I was
1: a junior in high school, man. Oh, shit. <laughs> so you were loving that Pac-Man fever.
0: Uh, no, I didn't have no money to play any of that.
1: Oh, you, you didn't have a roll of quarters I, either?
0: No. <laughs> I didn't have no money to be uh to have later on the Atari or whatever. What did you call it? Twenty five hundred? Twenty six hundred. Oh my gosh. That was mean... the
1: original like eight bit thing, oh, you wow. know? You had the, the air-sea battle and combat and all that crap.
0: No. Duck no. Hunt. I may have seen uh like my friends have it maybe. I, I'd never Is that the one where it had the little joystick? The little joystick. You had one button and a stick that you just kind of moved around. That sounds like something I could get into if I had the money to buy it today because it only has two controls you got to worry about. Yeah. Not the 17,000 controls that, you know. And all the
1: combinations that you have to do to perform, actually, anything on these stupid games.
0: Yeah. Jay, when installed, uh, he brought on Saturday. You know, after the last week's podcast, I went down to... uh, Oklahoma, and I picked up little Jay. That's right. That's right. And uh, when I came back, Jay had installed uh, the uh, I guess the play, the PlayStation. P- did he get a PS5? Is oh, that what it is? I have no idea what's downstairs,
1: man. PS5 is the new thing. Is it like really little? Uh, no. Is it white in color or is it no, black? No, it's black. It might be a PS4 then.
0: Okay, whatever. I but don't. We got one of those in my house now. Until probably, what is it today? Well, the, little Bubble leaves tomorrow. Oh, so. it was
1: installed for Lil' Jay. I guess so. Yeah. Okay.
0: <laughs> I got you. <laughs> so yeah, that's about as much as uh, anything that has to do with 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 uh, video games for Tommy. At least this week. <laughs> Nothing in the past. There was no Pac Man fever. No, not at it all. It wasn't happening. But this was happening, baby, in my life. <laughs> For sure. It did get better. I guess the story does go that it got better. Yeah, okay. That's good. <laughs> Two years later, I was employed, baby. And I was the owner of this record.
2: <laughs> and
1: you were buying <laughs> records instead of going to the arcade to play That's Pac-Man. That's
0: right, man. Van Halen's Jump. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Their big number one hit. That's right, man. March the 17th, 1984. Another St. Patrick's Day. Maybe. That's right. Van Halen's Jump peaked at number one in the U.S. You can't peak any higher. That's one. <laughs> no, that's what it says. Yes, you can't it. peak any higher than it's, number one. It's peaked at number one. Yeah, oh, maybe, that's maybe. The,
1: that's, That is the peak. Maybe
2: I
0: should have wrote reach number one. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> we won't be editing that out either. <laughs> we won't be editing period. No. <laughs> Over the years, David Lee Roth has given various accounts oh. of the meaning behind the lyrics.
1: Has it changed over the the years? (laughs) I
0: guess (laughs) so. Depends on what what time of the day you got him. Or who he's talking to, what kind of story he wants to sell. But But. most often, uh, they're about a TV news story that he said that he saw a man was about to kill himself by jumping off of a building. Oh good. So I don't get it. How can you see me standing here? I got my back to the record. So I, there might have been a bar up there. I don't know. Hmm.
1: Yeah, I don't know. Maybe he's thinking about himself on stage. So he used, to, he used to used to jump on stage all the this, time.
0: This whole thing was jumping. Remember when we saw him last year.
1: He <laughs> he jumping. got he got air.
0: <laughs> he, <laughs> <I> mean, got, <laughs> he, he took uh, himself uh, off of uh, the surface on his the tippy stage. on his tippy toes. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but he got him. And know. did some scissor kicks too. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> a small scissor. Yeah, yeah. very small. Thing. Oh, yeah.
1: You're going to know who's singing here in a little bit oh, when you hear this voice. Oh. Don't think the joke's too funny. That's unmistakable as Rod Stewart there. The faces, right. baby. Silicone groan. Yeah.
0: This is so raw, man.
1: <laughs> it definitely sounds raw. I like it. I like it. I
0: know really you like this. Yes. I know. This like is really good, know. good
1: stuff. You've picked on a, a remarkable playlist today. Unbelievable.
0: Just, I'm just telling you when I try to pick, I try to pick something you would enjoy, man. I know the faces. I know Rod Stewart's not one of your favorites you, either. You see Pac-Man Fever, you say,
1: I know somebody who's gonna like Pac-Man fever. Yeah, you
0: don't even remember it. <laughs> <laughs> the joke's on me. <laughs> <laughs> March the 17th. Oh, night, another St. Patrick's night, Day. 1987, Adam. Okay. It, it wasn't the faces. Oh, I just wanted to use oh. silicone grown because it's about that. You know
3: what I'm oh. saying? Oh, really? We
0: move from Rumpolampo to Bresto-Lesto.
1: <laughs> oh,
0: no. There is another character. Oh, there's another just deity. That, just write that one down. <laughs> you were the one asking at the beginning. Yeah, I, I wanted to know who's... <laughs> reacting to a Beastie Boy concert three weeks earlier Uh where the group used a giant inflatable penis as a stage prop encouraged girls on the crowd to bare their breasts. Mm. The city of Columbus, Georgia passed an anti-ludeness law prohibiting nudity, simulated sex, and objectionable language at any show attended by minors. Oh, so you couldn't uh, expose your silicone grown on any of these shows? Well, you could. I mean, well, you shouldn't. You, you could. You
1: should not. But what if it was like if it was like in a bar situation, you could, so long as there were no miners present, oh, or it's, it's or a, anybody that's digging for ore or gold. <laughs> <laughs> those those miners don't want to see those breasts either.
0: <laughs> no, they'd be <laughs> they'd be dirty. <laughs> Let me dust those off. <laughs> Just don't, don't pop. <laughs> if they're silicone grown.
1: So there was, this was the
0: Beastie Boys concert? Yeah, they had seen a show, yeah. Or they had been made aware of a show by the Beasties, yes. Okay, and they had inflatable penis
1: as mm. part of their thing. That was part of their deal in 1987. Well, the Rolling Stones have a big in inflatable mouth. The big
0: inflatable mouth <laughs> maybe, and, and tongue uh, maybe, is okay. Maybe, <laughs> maybe, maybe the Beasties were opening for them, I don't know. They were gonna use both props. Well, they could. I mean, I don't know miners. I don't know how big miners should not be seeing that
1: either. I don't know how big their inflatable penis was,
2: but it
1: was a big mouth. <laughs> it, had to it was be, a big mouth.
0: It had to be a big one for the Stones one. You know? I know, but yeah, I mean, that was the deal. anti lutinous law just made up on the spot, just because the beasties. Well, you, you probably can't request from the stage. Hey, let show us your Jublies.
2: Hell yeah! <laughs> show me your tits. <laughs> You
1: know, you probably can't. That's what that's probably what they're trying to avoid. You can't can't really stop the audience member from saying, I really appreciate what you're doing on that stage, and I'm going to show you my appreciation by showing you my areolas. (laughs) (laughs) Right? You can't stop that.
0: (laughs) Yeah, I just remember Steel Panther for some reason. <laughs> Why is it we always go through these highs and lows? We had one death already. Here comes the next one. Yeah, I know. Man. Eric Clapton from Unplugged Tears in Heaven. Yes. Oh, ho, ho. how'd you like that one? That was good. Huh? That, <laughs> that was a good, was pretty
1: good talk that was up a, right that there. That was pretty
2: good. good. <laughs> <laughs> 1991,
0: Adam. Sad song. Very here. sad. Very sad song. Mm-hmm. March the 9th, 1991. Okay. okay. Eric Clapton's four uh, year old son, Connor. Mm. Fell to his death from a 53rd story what? apartment building in New York City. After the housekeeper who was cleaning the room left the window open. Ah. Ah, holy crap. That's right. The boy was in the custody of his mother, Italian actress Lori Del Santo, and the pair were visiting a friend's apartment. Clapton was staying in a nearby hotel after having taken his son to the previous evening to a circus. So hold on,
1: they were in somebody else's hotel room. No, no, no. They were visiting somebody else. The no? kid,
0: the kid was in okay. this apartment that it yes. was still in custody of the mother. The, must, the mother had the custody of the kid,
1: but oh. but he but separated from
0: Eric Clapton. Right. Okay. Clapton had been in town to take this kid to the circus the day before. The day before. So the next day, the and the, the cleaning lady, the housekeeper,
1: yes, opened up the sliding door to the balcony. Right. Left it open because it was a beautiful day, I'm sure. It
0: was a window, not the balcony.
1: Oh, it's just a window. A window. Okay. And a four year old, no screens at all, apparently, just, just an open window, open to the world, and just topples out.
0: Yes. 53rd floor. I had no idea it was yes, that high. Was 53rd high, floor. Wow. Producing this incredibly sad song, which <sighs> is extremely beautiful. Wow.
1: You know? And this this turned into a number one hit for him, didn't yes, it? I yes. think I'm pretty sure.
0: Mm. Wow, I turning, had no idea. Turning tragedy into triumph as well. That, that is insane. However, still, I think he still won his kid. Yeah, oh, no, I'm that damn song. You know, pretty I'm sure. Saying, yeah. Let's pick it up, Adam. We'll do it right Ooh, here with 1999. Jam. Who is this, Adam? This baby? is Pearl Jam.
1: When they're asking why I go
0: at 32 and thirty-two x forty-three degrees <laughs> switch it off. Mm. Why go? Awesome song. We were, about, we, were, we were talking about uh grunge not too long ago. Yeah, we were. This is one of the uh, holy this is,
1: one of the holy grails. Uh, this is off of right? that first uh Pearl Jam album, Alive.
2: What mm.
1: ten. Oh, shit. 10, yeah, that's what I mean. Sorry. I had to correct you. So- Please correct me. Thank you, God. I get one in. But listen, I was thinking, I'm not a big Pearl Jam fan. But I think I've owned at least four albums in my lifetime. For not being a fan, that's a lot of dedication, I feel like. I think it's an excellent group. That I, must mean something that they're really quality, even did, though I'm not did I tell
0: you? It. Did I tell you that I saw them at the Cotillion? No.
1: Like on this tour yes. for the actual first album and yep.
0: all that? Whoa. 90, I want to say 92, 93. Well, sounds about right. Yep. Because I left in 94 the first time.
1: Did you have any idea what you were witnessing?
0: I had no idea, man. I had seen them on MTV,
1: mm-hmm. you know. Uh, Did the thing where uh, Eddie Vedder was crawling through the rafters in that Seattle... Uh,
0: there's no rafters in, uh, at the cotillion. I know, road. but he was
1: in that video. He's like crawling through the rafters on even <laughs> yes. flow or whatever, mm-hmm. right? You saw that. Yes.
0: I didn't see, I, I saw that uh, era of, uh, of uh, okay. Pearl Jam. Yes, I did.
1: That's got to be great. you seen that nice little intimate venue. It was really and good. And now they've become this It big was huge really
0: thing. good. I mean, he went into, if I remember correctly, he, he did some crusading too, he did some anti abortion stuff. Or abortion stuff, or pro-abortion. I don't know which one it was. When he was here? Yeah, yeah. He wrote something, like put a sign out. I can't remember the whole deal. I'm like, oh, I like your music, dude. Just forget that nonsense. Let's keep moving on. You know? That was just me. I don't think anybody in the crowd really gave three shits about it. Really? (laughs) They just kept on doing their thing. That's about what I remember that stood out for some reason. You know, I was young. I was like, what, Monica had just been born? Hmm. You know? So, I don't know. But, yeah. Anyway. How'd that come up? Pearl Jam's debut album. <laughs> uh, well, you know, because they were crusading. They
1: didn't have that song "Daughter" yet, so no. Was like, but
0: they, but they were crusading. Don't kill your daughter. No, no, well, no. But they were, you no. know, they were crusading. You know, okay. just, they felt that they had to. Uh, at least Eddie Vedder had to, you know, start putting out his uh, opinions. Maybe I don't. Pearl Jam's debut album, Ten, 10. was certified diamond. Woo! For sales of over ten million copies in America, Adam. Bonafide classic. So and you you've contributed to uh, this. Uh, I did this. I've contributed to. I it. know <laughs> to a whole bunch of them. Mm-hmm. Yes, sir. And uh, as of today, put, give a, give it a number.
1: Oh, it's, it's it's continued to grow. This was 1999. Yeah. You're saying. Yep. Today,
0: give so me. So now number. we've
1: got another. Oh my gosh, we have to be approaching
0: 14 million. You're close. 13 million. Ooh, my friend. Oh man. 13 million singles off of this album include Alive, oh, nice. Jeremy, Even Flow. Oceans. Okay. You don't recall. No black? No, wasn't black, black was no, wasn't no, it wasn't black? It no, was not It was All right. It is what it is. You know, you're a powerhouse record, man. <laughs> I and mean, 14 or 13 million album sales? That's huge. Yeah, I mean, t- too bad it wasn't released today, so it would have been the significant album. I don't know.
1: Oh, I'm sure we have something more significant
0: than oh, that. Oh, yeah. Get ready for it. It's going to be good. <laughs> cool. Adam! Yes, sir. Give it to me, baby. Who is this?
1: This is The Offspring with the kids aren't all right.
0: If it's The Offspring, yes, they (laughs) are not. (laughs) We're having a Beavis and Butthead moment. Oh, yeah. Sorry. (laughs) It was visual. (laughs) Just imagine it. Yeah. It was ugly moment. Thank God there's no video camera. We haven't recorded this in video. Oh, I know. In a while. We've, we've been trying, but it oh, yes. I never you're works. I'm forgetting. Oh, no, so <laughs> uh, the Offspring on 20 March 2003, Adam. Okay. Announced that their new album will be called Chinese Democracy. <laughs> oh, that's huge. Mocking the long delayed Guns yeah. N' Roses release. <laughs> <laughs>
1: I'm sure they could have whipped something up a lot faster.
0: (laughs) Spring lead Uh, lead singer, excuse me. Uh, Dexter Holland says, Axel ripped off my braids. (laughs) So I ripped off his album album title. title, (laughs) Genius. That's awesome. Wow, that's going back.
1: Yeah, you're taking us way back with Fats Domino.
0: This is a catchy
1: little one right here. Let's do a jitterbug.
0: (laughs) March the 15th, 2006, Adam. 2006, okay. Remnants of Fats Domino's two pianos were discovered and saved by the Louisiana State Museum after attempting to salvage his ninth ward home. After Hurricane Katrina.
1: Oh, okay. So the hurricane took out and destroyed his... I, I, I didn't know how they had turned into remnants. But, oh, the hurricane. Yeah.
0: What, what year was that? 2006? Oh, uh, yeah. 2006, Wow. Because yeah. Katrina was 2005. I want to say August 2005. Fats Domino, man. He's an uh, American... He's an icon. An American institution of rock and roll. Yeah, he is. You know, this is patrimony of his, man. is a... His dad gone pianos, absolutely. They did the right thing, man. If you ask me, the Smithsonian should have them. Does he have something in a museum somewhere? He has to have something. Oh, I would you, imagine. You would imagine. Not- I would think the Smithsonian would have, you know, Chuck Berry and Fats and probably Rock and Roll Hall yeah, of Fame, yeah. too. Oh, right? no, no. Wouldn't they? Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. But wouldn't they yeah. have that sort of landmark item? Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. Sure, 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 sure. Rock and Roll Adam. Yes, Tommy. Let me introduce this one. Go ahead. It is Megadown. You got that right.
1: Angry again. The
0: more of you that I inspect. <laughs> the more of me I Let me ask you this, man. Ask me. The more I try to Top, is this you your number one group for real?
1: No. It's my number two group. <laughs> I, only have, I only have two solidified positions. I have number one, <laughs> which is like the all time Led Zeppelin always. Yes. yes. And then number two is Megadeth. In entrenched as my number two, unless, unless something terribly tragic happens and there's huge scandals involved, <laughs> there will always be my number two.
0: Well, I still say the, uh, the video salute on our anniversary. From oh, from David uh, Ellison, D- D- the bass player, the base player
1: is, uh, who recognized us as a fine podcast. Yeah. It's
0: probably my one of my top memories of this podcast. We've been doing this for eighteen months, I think. That's one of my number one. You gotta That's salute up there. That's a
1: top You gotta three. salute those guys, then.
0: Man. If they're acknowledging us, oh, come on. Twenty eleven Adam, sixty March twenty eleven. Think back here, buddy. Okay, I'm thinking. Megadeth front man. Come on.
1: Dave Mustaine. You've already
0: mentioned his name before. Yes. Collapsed backstage oh, shit. at a concert in Russia, baby.
1: Russia. Okay.
0: He was in extreme pain after kidney stones. Oh. But ex- insisted, man. This guy's... The, ah. This is the kind of showman. That's this dude what I'm talking is, about, man. Performing at least six songs for the crowd before. Going to the hospital. Thirty minutes later. Now, so he jammed away
1: in oh, pain. In pain, dealing with the kidney stone pain, the acute kidney stone pain. Have you ever experienced, Tommy Martinez? Have you ever experienced kidney stones? I have not. I have. I heard your story. One I time. have had terrible one one particular terrible bout with t- kidney stones, and it's not easily solved. So it was, you wake up in the morning. And I feel okay. I'm going to move about. I'm going to move about the house. I'm going to go to work. I'm going to go about my day. And then at some point in the day, uh, instant torturous pain, and you're laying on your back. Was that the one where you fainted? Initially, I didn't know I had kidney stones. I was just pissing blood. Oh, oh. <laughs> I, didn't, I didn't know. Can you be a little bit more graphic? I Mr. didn't know Adam. what el- I didn't know what else was going on,
0: Mr. Adam Tate and His graphic <clears> moments, but I said,
1: eh, just a little blood. What are you going to do? Yeah, no big deal. It'll go away." Wow. But anyway, I went worked through my day to about uh, one in the afternoon, and I felt like, "Oh my god i I got to do something. I, I I can't. I feel like I can't go on. I don't have really, I don't have intense pain right now, but I can't go on. So I just go back to the truck where I'm uh, out in a local area and I go to the truck and I raise my key to enter the door. Last thing I remember. And I did an ST plunge right back. And uh, luckily, my head was cradled with the sidewalk.
2: (laughs)
0: My my body,
1: my body (laughs) lied on the soft grass and my head right on the
0: sidewalk. Oh, man. And a a, a
1: lady saw me. She says, hey, you okay? And I said, "Eh, I think so. And then I touched (laughs) the back of my head, and there was all this redness on there. And I said, "Ah, Oh, wow. Maybe
0: not. I'm just getting a note from our science and research development department of the Time and Adam Hard Today podcast, available on Spotify and all your favorite DSPs. Mm -hmm. They said, Why did Adam tell us that story so we could do a bit to it? (laughs) (laughs) You're going to have to take it up with Adam, guys. But I don't know how <laughs> he got back on stage in all, <laughs> all that acute pain. It's, it's crippling, I tell I you. I mean, I just, it's, this, but it goes to show you the, uh, I mean, who else do you know in popular music has done something like that? <laughs>
1: I'm thinking of a guy that used to sit on a throne for a while, Mr. Dave Grohl, <laughs> <laughs> fell off the stage, broke his ankle. And kept going. And pretty bad, I guess. Yeah. Because he said if he didn't get like a cute, I mean, if he didn't get like immediate attention on it, you know, you could have had loss of blood flow and all this stuff.
0: I don't think, uh, I don't think, I've heard, I, don't, I haven't I heard any other genre just keeping going on with the show. Yeah. Is there country guys? I don't know. I, I don't want to be stupid and say something that I don't know yeah. about. I mean, just that's something you got to be careful with. But that's, you know, that just shows you the kind of respect that Dave Mustang has for his fans, dude. Yeah, that's absolutely crazy. Sacrifice to at least give them something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I don't know how Thank he did it. Thank you, Mr. Dave. Whoa! <laughs> uh, well,
1: Tommy, who is this?
0: That sounds ominous.
1: My dogs don't bark, but they oh, get on there he is, Walk right there, get whole the whole Snoopy, whole dog. Dog. Snoopy Dog. Okay, like a with
0: lavender. So there I'm we go. The All right, time. 2017, Adam. Oh, good. I haven't heard this song, so I don't know how many naughty words and they're coming. And they're <laughs> and in there and racial derogatory. They're very, so in, they're very many. <laughs> oh, you want to be lower it <laughs> no, right no, now? I'll just keep it there. All just turn it. I do No, we can't do that. We can't. We just won't.
1: <laughs> <laughs> it's his song, you know. We're playing it to salute I know, him. I know.
0: We are. We're saluting him, all right. <laughs> March the seventeenth, two thousand seventeen. 2017, Adam, huh? Yes, sir. Former President Donald Trump tweeted about Snoop Dogg's lavender video where the rapper pointed a toy gun at Ronald Klump, the ruler of a world run by clowns. (laughs) What (laughs) (laughs) What is this? (laughs) I don't remember this. It was just a couple years ago. This (laughs) happened in
1: the video. Ronald Klump is running a world... (laughs) It's
0: Ronald Klump It's not Donald Oh Not Donald Trump It's Ronald Klump Ronald Klump It says it really He runs clown It was the rapper Pointed the gun At Ronald Klump Oh okay You know I mean I don't know Ronald Ronald McDonald I don't know I mean yeah It makes sense to me How does it make sense To you I don't understand is, Is Ronald Klump
1: Is he like Kind of a doughy guy He wears like A nice big red tie I didn't, did you see
2: the video?
0: Did, I, didn't just, see, I didn't see the just, video, oh. no.
2: <laughs>
0: anyway, I, I read this news, this uh, history. Uh, How's uh, his hair do? <laughs> we have to look at the video, I guess. Oh, okay. Uh, but I read I read this, and I, I immediately thought about Killer Clowns from Outer Space. Have you seen that picture? Oh, yeah. I've seen this. Great movie. Is it? Oh, yeah. You got to check it out. It's on yeah. Amazon. Oh, I haven't seen that. Mm. Available to stream? It's, I think so, mm. yeah. I saw it not too long ago. I revisited it. Really? Was it worth
1: the revisiting? It's,
0: it's great. It's awesome.
1: Is there a lot of... Uh, scariness, a lot of uh, death and attack, and uh, now this is back in the era where there was probably a lot of young coeds
0: uh, being chased into the woods. Into the woods, of course, and they were having sex. That's what they do in the woods, or they were about to have sex, which is when you're most vulnerable. They sp- they uh, they spring out the silicone, <laughs> the silicone, their silicones grown. Yes. Okay. <laughs> There's always that going on in the movies. Sure. And, you know, but I, does Killer Clown have though. I can't remember. I have to go visit it again. Just but the
1: Killer case. Clowns don't have any interest in, you know, sexy time.
0: No.
1: no. <laughs> I understand. That
0: would have been a that would have been a horrible image to erase from, you know, uh, whatever. they not sexy clowns from outer space. However, based or killer I was a teenager clip. when I first saw that crap. So, yeah. Okay. Former uh, first executive tweeted, okay? okay? This is when he was able to tweet, okay? Just remember that. Oh, yeah, that. that's right. Back in 2017. And this was his tweet verbatim. Can you imagine what an outcry it would be if at Snoop Dogg, failing career and all.
1: <laughs> yeah, that sounds like a typical tweet.
0: Had aimed and fired the gun at President Obama. Jail time! <laughs> <laughs> No, I, I doubt that actually. Do you think he would have pardoned Snoop Dogg? <laughs>
1: <laughs> do you remember <laughs> he pardoned Little Wayne? Speaking of movies, do you remember the movie Kingsman where it was like a British yeah. outfit? Great movie. Super I like that movie. I yeah, it was a movie. great
0: movie. There was a second part to it, wasn't it? Yes, there was. Was that, was but, uh, Samuel L. Jackson in that movie?
1: Yes, he was. Oh, of course, in the first one. He was he was the super villain. and there was actually a, a character in there which was to represent President Obama. Oh, really? And he took and he took the chip, and his his head exploded in in the movie. So, I mean, it's okay. I guess you could do it for art. Okay, listen.
0: art is art, Adam. I've always told you that, man. Yes, it's one of your credos, and that's why you and me are buddies. This weekend, oh yeah, KISS! Adam, not even close, buddy. Whoa, I was... we got we got to do one more thing—a double intro. You got it right here. It's that time to kick back in the Tommy and Adam hard to name podcast. Eye machine, open your mind and listen to the significant album. Who knows, you may even be delightfully wounded by one of Mr. Adam Tate's deep cuts. Listen up, it's about to get real heavy. Ah! <laughs> Adam, it's a combo, baby, hit it. Hey,
1: man. Tommy, sit down. Sit <laughs> down. <laughs> She's left the seat again.
0: Oh my God! We will not get through this album. How long is this album? Down. Like forty minutes or something? About forty minutes. We'll just play the whole minute. thing. Yeah, for yeah, The rest. <laughs> 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 We're at the Walmart too. We're gonna get today. We doing way better than last week. Adam, jeez. Oh.
1: Now this is very special in your personal heart. I A know.
0: show, a show first. It is a history moment. And a significant album moment. All in one package. Whoa, oh, oh, you were wondering why we hadn't played Kiss I, yet? I know. <laughs> we're
1: gonna play you a load of Kiss right now.
0: Destroyer, baby.
1: This is their. Would you call this their uh, pinnacle?
0: Of no, album, of not. album, of album. How are you gonna call it the Facebook, Are You nuts? <laughs> it was their third. Okay. Six, uh, it was actually it was released. First of all, it was released March the fifteenth, nineteen seventy six. Man. Okay. On C- Casablanca Records, of course. Dude. You know the deal. Hmm. Uh, it was the third successive, uh, Kiss album to reach the top forty in the U.S. Man. Good. Ooh, the album was certified gold by the Record Industry Association of America on April the 22nd, 1976, and Platinum on November 11th of that same year. Man. Okay. We're talking here 76, man. That's this right. This is where you had to buy records. You had to go out there and get them. You had to go and seek and destroy.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: hmm That's exactly. what I'm talking about. Woo, the first Kiss album, you're right, to reach Platinum. Okay. in that In that aspect, yeah. Sure, sure. The album also marked, you know, obviously, a little departure from just the hardcore rock and roll uh, that had been uh, on Kiss, uh, Dressed to Kill, mm-hmm. and uh, I want to say Hotter Than Hell. You're right. If I say that wrong, well, too bad for me. <laughs> yes, this song right here, Detroit Rock City, baby. Mm-hmm. A show opener. Show opener. Has it been the show opener f- since it has is- been? No, come a- they, come along they they they've opened with other songs have it, they? De- it depends yeah it depends what their uh their uh it seems
1: to be firmly entrenched for like their latter years as they pretty much Their yeah, guaranteed show opener
0: this record has you know staples of of kiss you go to a kiss show mm-hmm. and this this record has I think five sure at least I should have pulled up the the uh the uh, what do you call it? The set list that we went to in Wichita. So, even though they're yeah. almost, <laughs> they never change that much. But yeah, and you know, every once in a while they'll throw in, you know.
1: Yeah, you could you could tell me pretty much verbatim what was that going to happen? Okay, <laughs> they're going to play this next. <laughs> <I> <laughs> this was coming up.
0: Yes, I did tell you that as the show went. yes. <laughs> Thank you for reminding me. Uh, spoiler alert! Don't go to a kids show with me. <laughs> Ooh, actually, Paul Stanley wrote this song about. uh, uh Detroit, you know, as a, as a kind of a, a tribute to the music scene of uh, of uh, Detroit. I mean, let me get my, let me get my, uh, mm-hmm. I'm listening to the record at the same time. While I know. I'm yapping I know. away. I know, go ahead. I can't do that. And I'll, we'll do like we always, well, like we've recommended here in the past. You could go ahead and put this uh, podcast on pause and you could go and, you know, pull up Destroyer and check it out, you know? Mm-hmm. Anyway, this song when when uh, Bob Ezrin was a co-writer on this uh, on this record, uh, okay, and he heard the song and he said, you know, this is an awesome song, but let's rewrite it, and that's where they came up with the with the lyrics. So just put that on pause while we go talking about it, okay? If you don't mind, sure. Uh, uh, and it was about a dude that was on his way to uh, a kiss show and then died on the way. Because Paul Stanley had read a story about somebody who died going to the arena, mm-hmm. and his deal was like, "Oh man, you know how terrible is this? You're ready to celebrate life, you're ready to have a great party, and you die." But at the same time, you know it's kind of a tribute to the fan that they go out there and give it their all for a kiss, which at this time was pretty much t- uh, going into full momentum. You know, you know they were big real road tour, warriors, yes, right? Yes, they're uh, out on the road all constantly. At this constantly. point, yes, that's what they're going. Yep. So yeah. So you were playing a uh, King of the Nighttime. Workers? Yes, I was pretty self-explanatory song you know talks about uh him uh and some girl that wants to be with him almost all these songs actually are almost every single one of them is about banging <laughs> <laughs> well, I see. what were the chances uh, okay I see. <laughs> there's a you know there's an exception here and there but maybe <laughs> but yeah but that's typical
1: of them in this time yes
0: absolutely yeah <laughs> the next song, God of Thunder. Oh, you know which one, one of, this is. One of these classics this that you must staple, see. This is the yes. And everybody, what goes crazy? Why?
1: Because Gene takes over the stage. This is where he shoots up to the top of uh, the stage. He's he gets on the platform. He's rocketed up to the top of the yes. thing, and yep. he plays
0: from high upon his perch. Yes. And then he comes down, and he spews blood. Spews blood. Absolutely. (laughs) On the crowd. God of thunder. Would
1: you call this his signature performance piece? I would say, yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. This is, as a matter of fact, you say that. uh, Here it says, known as Gene Simmons' signature song. Okay. There you go. There you go. (laughs) It was actually written by Paul Stanley. Paul Stanley initially uh, was going to Was the one going to sing the song Want to check Oh out? really Want to check out a little bit of that demo Oh yeah Let me wanna hear this I want to hear that out pretty good I like it It's not too bad Here it goes A little bit more up tempo A
1: lot more guitar A lot less bass Yeah
0: going to see Paul, Stan, uh, Paul Stanley's blues. This is what he brought
1: to the band. And yeah, he said, "This, this is what, what this to is to my go, idea yeah, for the yeah, song."
0: That's my idea. That's right. Now, where did the thought process come in to change it up? It was Bob Ezrin again. Really? He produced this album. You know, he uh, he heard the song, he loved it, and he said, "You know what? Let's rework it a little bit." And uh, give it to Gene. <laughs> <laughs> is, so is Paul Stanley the primary songwriter in the band? They collaborate. They all had their uh, contributing moments. Their own the little signature yeah, pieces and things. Because yes. one of the things, you know... they. Kiss came out of Wicked Lester, you know that was their that was their band prior to that. As a matter of fact, on that one Kiss demo uh, record that I have, there's a lot of uh, there's a lot of songs that came out of Wicked Lester, and you could actually you know to you could you dig could it. see in the future yeah. that it was going to become a Kiss you know, song. Some of the stuff that had been reworked, and you could hear says, oh, okay, cool, you know. So you know if, if you if you delve that deep in the deep cuts, that's where you'll get that information. Or you or if you got a good ear, or if you heard Kiss songs a million times like I have, you definitely pick them up like that. Mm-hmm. You know, but this one was like, "Wow!" I heard it the first time. I said, "This is pretty cool." One of the earlier versions of Firehouse was awesome, awesome song. Hmm. So yeah, but God of Thunder was reworked where, yeah, <laughs> whereas it turned into Jean's uh, Jean song. Yeah, absolutely. Great Expectations, the next song.
1: Great Expectations. We all, we
0: all know what that was about. What is it about? About Pip in that
1: book? You know, <laughs> uh, what was it, Miss Miss uh, Havisham or whatever it is? Great Expectations. Didn't you read
0: that in high school? No, no. Oh. So Great, e- Great expectations is about a fan looking at Jean singing.
1: Oh, and seeing his tongue and, and how also having tongue, other expectations.
0: Yes. And, uh, yes. <laughs> and how his hand works on his guitar, uh, and now it can work on her. Oh, sure. You know, but it's a, it's made into a very romantical battle. This show's great. Check, check it out. Beautiful. Worked on a piano. That's how it's worked out. Nice. Written by Simmons and Esrin, too. <laughs> okay. Okay. <laughs> So it's like Bob Ezrin, he has like a,
1: a songwriting credit on each track or Almost, something? Almost, yeah, yeah. Wow. He
0: has, I'll tell you what he has. One, two, three, four, five, six, seven. Seven out of ten socks.
1: Man, that's wild.
0: <laughs> Next one, Flaming Youth. hmm Ace Frail came up on this one. Man. Okay. Great song.
1: Did he typically have like one song per album that was kind of his? Did he That he that he was the primary performer?
0: Uh, no well ace Frehley was a was a writer on this one he didn't perform he didn't he performed the guitar obviously right but uh he didn't sing on it. Didn't I think sing the, it I okay. think the first song that uh ace frail sang was uh shock me
1: Oh, that was it yeah that was oh, okay. well that was in it well, was, was early more,
0: but uh you don't see a lot of instrumentals and stuff like that on Chris records you know because they like they like the S- the, spotlight, the suggestive yeah. lyrics yes, that's what they need yeah with, just with the guitar and the bass and and the and the, uh, and the uh, drum going I guess they can't get their message out it's no not, not that it's not clear enough we have to be more explicit <laughs> yes exactly <laughs> flaming youth is about you know uh, the youth trying to get out and, and setting the world on fire trying to search you for your dreams you know at the same time you go out and bang each other okay I was it's waiting all. for you <laughs> to get around <laughs> to the main thing <laughs> <laughs> next song is sweet pain it is yeah feel that sweet pain. <laughs> Why is it sweet?
1: <laughs> it's not from kidney stones, and I'm by, sure.
0: By, no, it's not. And by the way, this is a, completely credited to the great Mr. Gene Simmons. Oh, this, this is his. It's a solo, solo uh, effort on this record. Everybody
1: yes. else, keep your hands off. This is all <laughs> me right
0: here. Says, pain. He says we gave the credit to God of Thunder, a Stanley for, you know, God of Thunder. Sure. So let me get, let me get this one for me. You know? Got it, got sweet it. Sweet pain. I'll give you my sweet pain.
2: <laughs>
0: Next one is also a staple. Super classic here. Super staple, also opener. Shout it out loud is also opener. Has it been show yes. opener before? Mm-hmm.
1: Yep. Okay.
0: Now it's, this is where they do a lot of coordinate
1: this is where they have a lot of coordination on stage where they're moving back and forth in, in synchronicity. Yes?
0: Classic kiss moves. Mm-hmm. Yes. Signature style Yes Shout it out loud It's where What are we shouting about? uh, You're shouting about Hey, look at my
1: wanger It's not being touched right now
0: (laughs) Is that it? No, it's about the fans going out to a show Okay And, you know, singing to the song And they're just having a a
1: good time and release and singing along I got you And the
0: girl who shouts the most (laughs) Sees the wanger (laughs) (laughs) (laughs)
2: <laughs> Good. <laughs>
0: song written in uh, There's uh, three separate departments And, and Simmons, Stanley, and Bob Reston. They just kind of like worked it In parts and then brought it together And make this great song That's why you're going to see a lot of uh, Back and forth as well Lyrically between Simmons And Paul Stanley as well
2: mm, So okay. here's,
0: here's some of the concept Behind uh, At least the KISS model they model themselves as a modern-day Beatles, that all four can contribute to the show. They can contribute to what the band is doing, to the content that they're you putting mean, out. You
1: mean on the mic? Mic. Or, or just in songwriting Mike, itself?
0: Mic, songwriting, everything. So they want to be the full package. So sometimes okay. they had to share singing uh, uh, duties within their songs. Another song is going to be Rock and Roll All Night as well, which mm-hmm. is a Gene Simmons song, but however you still get some... some uh, uh, other lyrics going on here. Okay. Uh, you'll see on. Uh, is it not? Well, we don't want to get off of on, onto other records or other songs. No. But yeah, we'll, we'll, I'll we're going to focus on this. Yeah, I'll go all night on this. That one, yeah. So yes. Yeah, so next one, Adam. Oh, one of your faves. Yes. Well, eh, kind of. Yeah. Sure. But definitely a staple in every show. Their most successful song reached number seven on the Billboard charts. Not number one, but it was their highest song. And all the charts. Yeah. This one right here. This song, though, if you want to say this, this song back dates uh, to a band called Chelsea in which uh, Kiss drummer uh, Peter Criss and the former guitarist of that group called Stan Pendridge, uh, Pendridge, excuse me, uh, wrote this song. Okay, so it, has a, so it has a
1: songwriting credit for somebody that's even yes, outside of the band. absolutely,
0: okay. yes. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. There were some disputes back and forth. Uh, He had played on some of these records or whatever it was. He got credit, though, for this song in particular.
1: Now, when Peter Chris brought this to the band, how was it received by the hard rockin' Gene Simmons and Paul Stanley? Did they say, we have to record this, that we need to get this on the record? Or did they say, I don't know if this is quite us?
0: Bob Ezrin.
1: (laughs) Oh, okay. (laughs) Skip right over the other two and we'll go right to. (laughs) <laughs> the producer. okay what do
0: you say well, one of the, the one of the reasons that they picked bob ezra uh adam just mm. to give you a little kiss history for real on this okay he was like a teacher during this time there was even sessions and songwriting uh moments where they where bob had a blackboard out and he was writing in chalk and and, and you know and the guys were now now you know they're Kiss is not known for being virtuosos that will leave you with your mouth open. Sure, in a you know they're not iron maiden in these right. in you know these incredible not big riffs. musical pieces. It's yes. more just
1: blood and guts, yes. uh, rock and roll. Yeah,
0: anyway, that and that characterizes them, and that's just fine for them. You know, right now, uh, what is it? Paul Stanley's putting out these mold townish. Kind of songs with his new band Soul Station, mm, you know. Okay. So I mean, you you may get something. Paul Stanley also was the Phantom up in Canada for that their performance. Oh, of, Phantom of the Opera. So yeah, so you're sure. gonna get some some, some theatrical uh, things. Some yeah. yes. So you're gonna get some expansions out of Kiss, but not during Kiss. So and this is one of those where they took a chance and it paid off. New York Philharmonic played on this.
1: Really? Yes, sir. That's that's big time. That
0: is right. So So how do you you feel about this this song? Uh, I like the song. I like the song. Uh, I did not hear it. I saw Kiss. What was it? Oh, man. I saw them. I saw them with Eric Carr. The song was not played at all. When I saw them in the reunion tour, uh, I did see Peter Chris perform it. And it was to a track. So there was no instrumentation. There mm. was no, nothing was going n- unlike the unplugged record that had this the unplugged album. Right. When I say record I mean album sure. just in case. You know, we got some youngins listening, you never <laughs> know. Okay. On the unplugged one they did it unplugged, which came out fantastic. Hmm. So but uh he did, you know, he recorded it, uh, he played it that night. Well, he sung it that night with a with a track and I remember, you know, the Dudes hugging their chicks and all that stuff. You know, I remember this was one guy next to me. He had like this mastodon that he was trying to put his arms around her. And oh. I, didn't even, <laughs> I didn't remember that. You it, know, God bless them I'm, I'm not putting it down. It was like, a futile yeah, attempt yeah, to like, actually Whoa. touch hands on it the just other side. Like, oh, no. it it's like, well, oh, that's OK. That's one of my bad <laughs> memories from the show. <laughs> <laughs> one of my favorite songs of this record right here. What could it be? Second to last. Do you love me? Oh, this one right here. I love that. I love that record, man. That record. Why
1: does this one speak to you?
0: Because on the unplugged uh, version of this song. This is a great song also. You've seen it played live. Okay. Everybody's into this. Sure. Monica as a baby would sing me back this chorus while we're in my little Corolla. Really? Yeah. She's, daddy, daddy, do you love me? It's like, whoa. Yeah, man. It breaks my heart, man. (laughs)
1: so you have that personal connection yeah, back to your past. Yeah, okay. Yeah, you
0: know what I'm
1: saying? I understand. I'm,
0: you know I'm a big softy when it comes to that.
1: That's that connection is, that you yeah. can get you can have through this oh, music. Yeah.
0: I only use, you know, I remember that and you know I only used another kiss song at her wedding, but we're not going to go there cuz then I'm, I'm going to get all the <laughs> clippers like when Jay's here. I'm gonna get. And then the last song of this record is uh Rock and Roll Party, man, which is kind of like an instrumental. <laughs>
1: yeah,
0: kind of. No big deal anyway. Just to give you an idea, uh, Adam, I made a list. Oh. As as best as I could. Okay. For records that came out in nineteen seventy-six, buddy. Seventy-six, okay. This is Kiss's peer group on let's say the charts, okay? Sure. All right? Okay. Led Zeppelin, presence. Presence, sure. Aerosmith Rocks. Good one. Rush twenty one twelve. That's a really good one. Eagles Hotel California. Wow. <laughs> that's a classic. Kansas left overture. Okay. Boston Boston Oh shit Queen A Day at the Races Damn what a year Bob Seger Night Moves Thin Lizzy Jailbreak Ted Nugent, Free For All Steve Band, Fly Like (laughs) an Eagle Wings The Speed of Sound Tom Petty the Heartbreakers Debut album Jesus The Doobie Brothers Taking It to the Streets Bad Company Run With The Pack
1: Oh my god
0: Mm -hmm. Look Heart Dreamboat Annie Rod Stewart Night in a Town Rainbow Rising has there ever been a, such an embarrassment of riches of Hold all so up. many great albums? Hold up, 1970s. You're still going? It still hasn't ended, Adam. Jesus. Rolling Stones, Black and Blue, Blondie Blondie, ZZ Top, Tejas. Okay. ACDC, High Voltage, Dirty Deeds, Done, done Dirt, uh, Dirty Deeds. What? And by the way, yes. Kiss Rock and Roll Over. <laughs> 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 Got a what snuck a, another one out that year? What a great time, what? Adam! It was to be alive, my friend. That and is that, insane. That was a significant album. So significant. Significant album. You like that, Adam? Uh, I know you do. <laughs> I, I do. I do so much. <laughs> Adam, happy birthday, buddy! Born on this day. Who could it be? March the fifteenth, nineteen fifty-five. Mister D. Snyder. D.
1: Snyder here, with Twisted Sister singing "Under the Blade."
0: Champion for heavy metal, for rock and roll.
1: Yeah, he still has Mr. a. D. He still has like a radio show yeah, or something, absolutely. doesn't he? Absolutely, House of Hair, I believe it's called. Is it still on? Is it uh-huh, like on, uh, on yeah. Sirius XM or no, something like no, that? No, no,
0: no. It's on regular. It's on regular uh, yeah, broadcast? Terrestrial radio. Yes. Whoa. Yes. That's that's good. Mr. D. Snyder saw him not too long ago on that uh I want to say that show, uh Accounting Cars, where you know they go out to Vegas mm-hmm. and he had something done for his wife or something. I can't remember. He had an
1: old classic car that so, needed to be uh redone or something I mean, like that. Is that what that, that saw, is?
0: Yeah, it was pretty awesome, man. But that's where I saw him out there, dude, and doing his thing. Yeah. But yes. Good for D. Let's move on.
1: Just be my baby. Who is what is <laughs> <laughs>
0: what is this? What do you mean, my baby? You're not. Hold on. Hold, what is it? This is not Oh, going, this is different? This is not uh, going to the chapel oh. <laughs> to get married? <laughs> this is quite tough, baby. By who? From poison. Oh, rocket. Poison. Happy birthday. Who is it? Brett Michaels, Mr. Dreamy, oh, <laughs> bandana and a cowboy hat. <laughs> doubling up on the headgear. <laughs> and he was also again, uh, what is it? Put it on a uh, auction at the end of the show. Remember hey, that?
1: And that was one of the. Was that towards the end of last year, or was that the previous year? Because we saw him solo, 20, and was 20, that the year before? 2019 mm-hmm. yep it was really good it was he was a good performer he, he really let loose on stage
0: i mean did you not enjoy that show it was a great show mr brett michaels born march the 15th 1963 he is 58 today my friend and still looking pretty good oh yeah mr dreamy you know it already oh, i do know hey tommy
1: <laughs> what, what have you done adam <laughs> what is this what do you mean? what have i done <laughs> We're talking about hits. This Taylor
0: Hanson, baby! This
1: is a big hit.
0: Mmm, Bob!
1: Whoa. Wait a minute. Is that
0: some guitar? What is going Silence. on out oh, Silence, Silence you, insolent fools! Insulin. Now listen, listen up, up enough nuts. Guitaro? Stop it with the Hanson shenanigans. It's not funny. You guys were doing all right. You had good albums, history, Sounds of the Week, and even that new bullshit segment, the Well, trying. Sometimes I think that Jay leaving you guys was a big mistake. It's it's been one thing after the other, these (laughs) motherfuckers. Just because I haven't been on the podcast doesn't mean I haven't been listening. Thank God this COVID mess is almost over with. (laughs) So you can go back to seeing shows and screwing that up. Oh, and another thing, Adam. uh oh Rumple a -a the butt god is nowhere close to outranking me. You heard me, Adam? Jeez. Holy crap. By the way, Tommy, happy birthday. Oh, thank you, guitar. Thank you.
1: Carry on,
0: on, you mean pants. Damn.
1: You got birthday wishes, and I got called out. Oh my. Well, we hadn't heard from Guitaro in so long. I thought Lumbo would take
2: it over.
0: I think I think, I think Taylor Hanson was the. <laughs> 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 I, it pissed him off. I don't know why. Wow. Why would? Why would? Why... Taylor's a good guy. It took
1: about four seconds of um-bop to get him to get him <laughs> to crawl us out. I
0: think, I think he's just trying to, you know, I think all he's doing is, is he's trying to look out for us. It's the it. Tommy and Adam R. Name podcast, birthday number three. Oh. Oh. No modem, Adam. <laughs>
1: <laughs> wait a minute. It, oh,
0: might, no, 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 it might still come in. We don't know. <laughs> I'm, I'm nervous. Was, I was kind of dreading this moment.
1: <laughs> do we have control of the app again? Uh, wait a minute. Hold up. <laughs> oh
0: crap. Hold up. Hold up. Don't 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 do anything yet. Should now. I even start loading La- it? Or last not? week. Oh. Last week. Hold up. Let me give me a second here. <laughs> I I know that Agent X three came through. I do know that. Oh, and I hope. I hope Rumpo Lumpo doesn't doesn't screw this up. All right, Adam. Go ahead and crank it on. Okay. Crank on the gonna, Lord of the G Strings app. Please. I'm gonna load it up. Here oh we go. man. Okay. The Lord of the G-String apps available on uh, the Tommy and Adam uh, podcast website. App Center. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh,
1: is it loading, Adam? Yes. Is it loading?
0: It's coming on. All right. Let me see. All okay, right. keep going, keep going. Did it, did, did, did it pop up yet? Yes, it has popped up. All right. It oh, says oh, commence search. <laughs> oh, it hasn't finished It That's dangerous. <laughs> I know. That's
2: not good. Okay. <laughs>
1: I mean, there are many images that I see, but I, I, it, I think I need to be directed to a particular. <laughs> All right, set. here's
0: my Minus stop is Savannah Perkins, Adam. Oh, Savannah Perkins. Yes, and that Savannah Perkins is S A V A N N A H H P E R K I N S S Adam. Miss Savannah Perkins. Okay. Is she up yet? Yeah. Oh, yes, yes, she is. Did Agent X3 come through, or did Agent X3... Holy Finally, God. thank you, Agent X3. <laughs> oh,
1: man. I don't know
0: what you've been up to,
1: buddy. He came through in space. <laughs> this is awesome. Isn't
0: it? Oh,
1: oh this is really good.
0: Oh, I think I spelled it out already. <laughs> you did. Followers, Adam. Take a crack at it. I can see
1: it. 321,000 followers. And it says her her job is a blogger.
0: Check this she's out. She's a blogger. Check this out. When Agent X3 laid this on me. Uh-huh. It was three hundred and twenty thousand. Oh, so she's gained an extra thousand. thousand. I mean in just a couple of days. No, in about three seconds. Oh, <laughs> just right now? <laughs> That's what it was Holy. From, from when I went ahead and announced her name. This this is all our followers jumping on. That's how many she's <laughs> accumulated in that short time. And check this out. She she's She's medium. I would say mm, a, a little bit more than a quarter of a million is pretty good. Oh, oh, oh. I, I didn't I'm know what you were about talking followers. about medium. I did. I thought, no, no, I no, thought she, some, no, these are some she large. Is, she is, yeah. These are those, some yeah, those are, grande. Are, yeah, those are, yeah. She has 217 posts only with that many followers. So
1: they have to be very select. Like she has to have the perfect shot. She's curating these photos mm-hmm. for only maximum entertainment, enjoyment, yes. and uh, information.
0: Now, check this out as well, Adam. Mm-hmm. You said she was a blogger, right?
1: That's what it says on her uh, bio. She
0: is also an ambassador for Icon Swim, buddy. Oh, so she's uh, she's hawking swimwear. She's promoting swimwear. This is a professional. Remember, after the Rumpa Lumpa stuff, we have to be oh, professional okay, on the third okay. birthday. Yeah. Keep that in mind. So let's immediately go and check some of this swimwear, since she is known for the swimmer. Oh, I mean, what were the chances? The first, first one. First pick. Booty, booty, booty alert. Booty, booty,
2: booty alert. Booty, booty, booty alert. Booty, booty, booty alert. Sure. <laughs> now, she's not... She doesn't appear that she's on
1: a beach, but she's in like a... Oh. a in a grassland or something. Yeah, but yes. But she's still... Bikini eyes,
0: uh huh. Yeah, yeah, yeah. For some reason, I saw this grassland and the Lion King came up in my head. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah, is a Tupumba and the other kid there. I mean, I don't know what their names are, but I'm deserved. Timon. There, we always in Timon the zone. and Pumba. I, I, what did I do? Tupumba, I went ahead and summarized it. <laughs> <laughs> now, <laughs> her post on that says, Skin like gold. Mm, bikini yeah. from Icon Swim. Okay, wow, see. it's been 11 hours showing,
1: showing the product. This is, this is a, it's a very quality
0: product. It is. Oh, Adam. Yeah. Oh, don't, don't click on the next image on that arrow. Don't do it. Whatever you do.
1: You mean, you mean on the same set of images? The
0: same one. Yes. Don't do it. Did you you do it? I did. Oh, no. No. Stop it. No. No. I was able to stop him. Okay, okay. <laughs> oh, let's go to the third one. Yes. Okay.
1: There's, oh, she's...
0: the fourth one. My God.
1: There's, these are all excellent.
0: Oh, my God.
1: And they're all showing this, the quality of this swimwear.
0: Oh, now I got Hakumba tatata in my hand. Yes. Hakumba Tatara. <laughs>
1: <laughs>
0: Come on, Adam Game. Okay. Wake. wake.
1: Hakuna Matata. Wake, wake up. Wake up. Hakuna Matata. I'm yeah. oh, sorry. Concentrate
0: I'm, on the show, Adam. I'm,
1: I'm speechless over here. Oh, this, my this is God. really I, I, I excellent. Am,
0: I am so tempted to go and do a Rumpology reading on that second one. But, no, let's keep going, Adam. Wow. We'd have to get out of there quick. Ooh, I don't want that ad- I don't want that modem turning on again whatever happened
1: now if you go down a little bit okay a, what's another, a
0: little bit what's a little bit
1: maybe 20 20 20 so down. three it's another shot in the grasslands okay but she has I don't see
0: that one hold up
1: she has like a halter top oh I see it and yeah. jeans the jeans
0: yeah and it says tops and jeans tops and jeans yeah now turn it around and this she's the promoting nec- somebody the- called Dow London on this one yes and she has a code Oh, man, what a businesswoman this lady is. Look, wow. It looks like
1: we're going to save 15% on these things.
2: Oh.
0: But if you go to
1: the second... You look very cute in that, by the way. <laughs> if yes. you go to the second image on that set...
0: Like, Don't go downtown to one of the clubs. They might beat your ass <laughs> up. It looks like those pockets on the back of the jeans... Oh, there's... there's, a, Oh, there's the picture right there. <laughs> it,
1: it looks like those are, like, Photoshopped on there. It looks like they're not even actually attached. It looks like they're just superficial pockets to that... It looks like there are like phony pockets on there. Do you see that?
0: Uh, uh, What did you say? Oh, oh, oh. Wake up. Wake up. (laughs) What what, what is it you just said?
1: (laughs) That is a wild outfit. Great
0: outfit. Uh, she's a businesswoman, Adam. And if you're interested in any business with her, mm. and that would I would imagine, or promoting business and uh, promoting, and uh, I'm without words again. <laughs> <laughs> Email here you could you could reach her. According to uh, to fashion Ghana, we're let's go away for a minute from the bikinis. Okay, just just because evidently that's her strong. Do you uh, want to look
1: at that as you that's say her strong lingerie? <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. well, that you're stealing my you're stealing <laughs> my <bar>. Ling- <laughs> It's, it's lingerie. <laughs> this is like extra and this case is extra lingerie. Okay. So okay, so let's go and find the lingerie ones. <laughs> yes, by the way, that's to answer your question. Yes.
1: Okay, there is uh, I I I saw one, but okay. I got scared. <laughs> I got scared and I I hopped off of it really fast.
2: Son, you got a panty on your head. <laughs> Oh
1: well, let's go
0: lingry. Oh okay. I just found some lingering. Okay. It is, I'm gonna tell you what number it's gonna be. It's gonna be one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight. It's like number thirty five around there. Ooh, okay. Okay. Keep going. It's after a sunset. Oh, I so see. So while a sunset. you're looking for she's gonna be she's in white lingerie, by the way. Oh white. Uh-oh. And, uh, and she must have I, multiple sunsets. I, yes, there's just no. There's just there's two sunsets so far. Oh, is it this one? Uh no, It's white. <laughs> so, no. let me see that one. That one. <laughs> let me see it again. Oh, I like that one too. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's very Samantha very lacy Perkins. number here, oh, and she's God. very happy. She's showing you how happy she is with I her know. lingerie. Oh, wow, lingerie.
0: That's what I'm talking about right there. You and this what?
1: this post actually comes from her 24th birthday. Wow.
0: Oh, by the way, this is the third birthday. So happy twenty fourth exactly. birthday! Exactly. Happy twenty fourth birthday. Now, FashionGhana.com, All right. Okay. Has her listed under the hashtag? Take a crack at. Me. <laughs> take a crack at the. Take a crack at the. Take at a crack at the, of the uh, hashtag. Yeah, take just take a crack at the hashtag. Adam. <laughs> hashtag. Big
2: city
1: baby. Lovely mounds. <laughs> I, I, okay. What could it be? Hashtag bikini babe. Oh, bikini babe. Come
3: on. Yeah. Okay.
2: Come on. Oh my god, y'all! Yeah. I
0: love my sister. Yes. Check it out. <laughs> we do too. <laughs> wow. Uh, now let's go to the nightlife one, Adam. Okay. Let's, let's find one of those. Let's let's, let's fal- concentrate. Let's, let's move let's, after let's, the sunset. Let's concentrate on all her versatility. Okay. Hmm. So if we go, let me see if you can find this one. This one is so difficult. It's so distracting, Adam. That It's hard to just go ahead, and here's one with jeans and a top again.
2: Okay. All
0: right, there's some lingering that she's in yellow. We want to bypass all that. Okay. Oh, here she is. She's kind of like in a peach-colored nightgown. Do you see that? Hmm. And it says, don't just wish it. Work for it. It has a fire, and it has an okay mark. Next.
1: Hmm. Man, I might have gone way
0: too far. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you got to come back. You got to see this one, Adam, for sure. Okay, it's <laughs> peach? <laughs> you say it's a peach kind of looking, maybe uh, like a like copperish peach, huh. has a white strap on the top, oh, holding man. up her. Uh, holding, her, I mean, her, <laughs> holding real. on for the dress, holding on for dear life. Real. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>
1: Okay, I'm looking, I'm looking. I am so distracted.
0: Oh, no, me too. <laughs> I hey, got it. You got it,
1: it man. You got it, you
0: got it, you got it, you got it, you got it.
1: That is such a form fitting and perfect for her form. Yes. And her form is so uh, shapely. Unf- hourglass, Tip- perfect hourglass Un- shape.
0: Unfortunately, Ghana.com only lists that she is five foot five. Does unfortunately? It, does the, well, because they'll give her the full measurements. No. <laughs> no, <it doesn't>. that, <laughs> that's why, Adam. I would have liked that. Now, this is a quote from- the waist, it does not reach 20. You know, no, uh, <laughs>
1: there's no, no way.
0: The I would say she's about a 36, 20, 42. I mean, I mean, I have to be in the zone.
1: I mean, it's pretty close. I now, mean, if you, click I, on, I think the top and the and the and the hip area would probably be a little bit closer together, but go ahead.
0: Yeah, so anyway, according to fashionghana.com, right? Okay, sophisticated and classy is not a common skill to most ladies serving as eye candy on swimwear ads. And this is why we have the bikini babe section. Mm. Savannah Perkins, okay, is doing just that. She looks
1: looks very sophisticated.
0: Check out Savannah. She is a chocolate beauty. She is definitely that. And and that Adam, my good friend was the third birthday. (laughs) Not that, Nikki.
2: <laughs>
0: <laughs> thank you. I don't think I could have dealt with two deities today. That was
1: a that was a return to normalcy there.
0: Yes, thank you, Agent X Three. But X3. really
1: knocked it out of the park,
0: Agent X Three, my friend. I know you're busy and you're deep undercover right now, but this definitely is one of it's. I think he just tops them. They become. Every single week, they become favorite and favorite. And do you favorite. think he has them
1: all like in arranged? Like, don't know. Like the one next week is going to top that? Because I, I, I don't know how it
0: can. I, I think it doesn't matter. Let's keep it going. We can talk about it all
1: day. It's time for the <laughs> hashtag. What the for holips? Yes, sir. Tommy, do you have a food that you love? Do you have anything that you really, really enjoy? Mm, yeah, sure. What? It, what? It, what is it?
0: I have a, let me see, I have a Puerto Rican dish that I love. It's called uh, arroz blanco con pollo guisado. Would you
1: sacrifice, would you do something? What would you do if you were able to get as much of that as you could for, like, the next few days? Like, would you, what would you do?
0: Wow, I have never thought of it that way. I mean, uh, I mean... Some sort of
1: sacrifice to be made or some sort of way to claim your passion and your love for this food stuff?
0: Like do something all out just to get that Some, for the next few days? Yes. What would you do? Wow, that's tough, man. I, I mean, I don't love food that much. Look at me, dude. I'm, I'm, okay. I'm as round as a I'm as round as round an earth ball.
1: Well, I'll tell you this story. We're going to go to Taiwan. Oh, you got to be careful with the Asians. <laughs> what? what?
0: <laughs> We're trying to stay away from the ages and you brought it right back.
1: Tommy, this is a news story from this week. At least... One hundred and eighty six people. And that was a couple days ago. Now it is totaled over 500 people in Taiwan. This is current. Have changed their legal name to somehow incorporate the symbol salmon into their name.
0: You mean like the little Chinese squiggly salmon? Yes. Oh, wow.
1: Yes. In the Mandarin alphabet language, whatever you say, you have to add that to your name. They did that in order to take part in a restaurant deal offering free sushi to anyone who can show their ID that salmon is in their name. Uh, the that's, pheno- that's wacky. The phenomenon dubbed salmon chaos.
0: Wait a minute, hold it. Stop, 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 stop. stop. Yes, yes, yes. Stop. Yes. So it smells fishy, is what you're it's saying. Is, there's
1: something fishy going on there. <laughs> Absolutely right.
0: <laughs> this
1: salmon chaos has swept across the Nylon nation. Okay. And this. Conveyor belt sushi chain Akindo Sushiro oh, wow. announced a two-day promotion just on Monday of this week. Okay. Customers whose names include the exact characters Giu, the Mandarin phrase for salmon, you can like, dine for like,
0: free, like Giyu he likes. <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs>
1: Can dine for free at any of the restaurant's branches across the country. Pat- <laughs> oh, <he lies>. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Patrons who qualify can bring up to five friends before the deal ends, and it just ended yesterday.
0: Oh my God!
1: I know. Too late now.
0: On the 19th. There, uh, yes,
1: Man. on the. Uh, Like two days ago, they said their internal figures show that nearly 200 Mr. and Mrs. Salmons dined at the restaurants up until closing time. That's crazy. And the numbers exceeded from there. Besides the free meal, the sushi chain is also offering a discount of 10 to 50% to diners whose names include one or two homonymic characters of Giyu. But we don't worry about them. Standout name changes so far to include Handsome Salmon. Chairman Salmon, Bring Me All the Salmon You Have, Parmesan Cheese Salmon, Hotness Salmon, Dip Wasabi and Eat Salmon, Can't Help But Want to Eat Free Salmon. <laughs> According to newspaper Liberty Times, the current record holder for the most characters in his name is a 29-year-old man surnamed Chin from North Taipei City. His identity card reads, Chin, Loves Taiwan, Abalone, Tuna, Salmon, Snow Crab, Sea Urchin, Scallop, Lobster and Beef, The Mayful, Palais de Kini. Regent Hilton Caesar Park Royal Hotel. That's his name. May. <laughs> I, Ma-
0: I wish he makes it to the states and applies for citizenship. <laughs> that'd be <laughs> an awesome. That'd be an awesome document.
1: Ma Chin Husan, a 22-year-old college student, Wuhan? said I, I don't know. <laughs> said that he and five friends ate over $245 worth of conveyor belt sushi in one sitting. Wow. And a plate of nigiri sushi can cost as little as a dollar mm-hmm. and forty cents at a restaurant <laughs> ma had planned four meals at the restaurant on the day and another six were scheduled for the next day uh, <laughs> he told the television station he did not tell his parents about a name change <laughs> the Taiwanese government meanwhile has urged citizens not to waste administrative resources by flooding household registration offices for the name change please be rational and that is our what the frijoles for this week
0: Would be your name, <laughs> Adam? What? Mine would be Thomas. Thomas uh, arroz con pollo guisado. That, that's not going to work. Oh, I have to pick my food that yeah. I would love. Yeah. Oh shit. Uh, I don't know. Adam at, hamburger. Adam Lee spaghetti. I don't know. All right. Is your middle name Lee? It is Lee. Oh, another thing I learned about you. <laughs>
1: I guess I could change the middle name. <laughs> I could change the middle name to Spaghetti. Adam Spaghetti Tate.
0: <laughs> yeah, sure. <laughs> I'd give it a sure thumbs up. I'd give it a shot. Oh.
1: It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Sound of the Week. Tommy, we have a new music alert. Uh-oh, here you've, we go. You've kind of already mentioned it, but it's coming out this week. And it is your man, Paul Stanley in Soul Station, where he did a bunch of uh, covers of old soul classics, but also written a few new ones. And here's one, I-O-I. I liked it. Sounded good to me. And this is like in his register. He's,
0: he's singing these songs really great. 16 musicians in that band. Yeah. It's, Eric Singer, too. It's, yeah, of course, yeah. <laughs> In a hat. So, this, this, before. This before sounds we, like. This, wait a minute. This sounds like something we could go to the Century 2, maybe the Orpheum. Yeah. I don't know why we wouldn't. I mean, just
1: saying. But, uh. But, when this has been brought up before on this show, you'd kinda of rebuffed it and you say,
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Don't worry about that. Don't worry about Soul Station. That, <laughs> well, gotta, that's just some side project. You, this gotta, is so much li- bull. you gotta listen to it first. I mean, he's been all over the news this week. That's really good. Yeah. He's been all over the news. He's been on you know on interviews, the whole deal. He's you know, he's Paul Stanley, he's doing the promotional tour. Sure. You know he's doing his thing, and he's and he you know he eats up the camera. That's what you know. Are they planning on taking it
1: out on the road when they're able to do shows, or uh, is it just a I project? Hope so I hope so. I, I hope so they, too. They
0: gotta they gotta wrap up their uh, final tour <laughs> in the next couple of years. Oh, that's
1: right. <laughs> they still have a final date. Set. Is, it, is it. Is the final date still set in uh, stone in twenty
0: twenty two? I really don't know. I really don't know that part. I know that the, right now. I believe they're going to be playing. I want to say November. Is in Australia or somewhere? I don't know where they're at. But anyway, but yeah, I think it's going to be a good record. Okay. I'll pick up a few of the uh, songs off of them. Yeah,
1: they were, they were really good. So
0: maybe download them, whatever. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: Also, for the sound of the week, uh, Tommy, do you know who Wendy Williams Absolutely, is? Absolutely, yeah. She's a TV talk show host. Mm-hmm. And she talks a lot about tabloid things. Mm -hmm. And uh, earlier this week, she was talking about uh, Kim Kardashian and Kanye West divorce.
0: Oh wow! And in
1: the midst of this, she had a little. I
0: guess that's going on. Is that is that what's? Yeah, that's that's happening. Okay. Yeah, that's good good for them. I mean, not good for them, but you know. I mean, you know what I'm saying. Maybe maybe good. I don't know. Yeah, there's no such thing as bad publicity.
1: But uh, she had while she was talking about it, she had a bit of an episode.
0: A a bit of
1: something happened while she was doing it, so we're going to play a little bit of footage. Did she get emotional from her show? She
3: probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but you know, just a matter of time. She's not lonely. (laughs) What? (laughs) I apologize. I apologize. So. So in the wow. midst of talking
1: about Kim Kardashian wow. having five new boyfriends. but Classy. Not, Wait a
3: minute.
0: What is, what is it we read about uh, Savannah Perkins? <laughs> she, <laughs> she needs to maybe take some classes from Savannah Perkins on classiness.
1: And while she was doing that, she had a, a bit of gas.
0: Oh, well, no. Did, hang you, did you hear that? Oh, yes. Did but you that, perceive that? But that was top gas. When you said gas, I was hoping no, no, you would. I want oh, you to listen to it again. Listen to what all they right, broadcast
1: right, on right, television again. Hold on. Let me start it from the top.
3: And she probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but, you know, just a matter of time. She's not lonely. Yeah. Ah! <laughs> I apologize. There it is, So Adam. that's, so
1: that's, top, that's <laughs> top gas and bottom gas
3: that is a in one oh, shot. Adam, now, you've done it.
0: Now, you've, listen. I, this, is a, this is awesome.
1: No, 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 no. This is not even it. We did some extra sleuth. So, oh! so listen. This is what went out on broadcast TV.
0: Okay,
2: okay.
1: So (laughs) she had she had apologized immediately afterwards. They were unable to cut it out.
2: All
0: right, right.
1: but the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast microphones were on site.
0: Oh, 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 thank
3: you, Adam. And
1: and we're going to hear the actual.
3: Let's take a listen. The
1: actual sound as it happened live.
3: And she probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but you know, just a matter of time. She's not lonely. I apologize. I apologize. <laughs> that's, the, that's the way it really sounds.
1: But they tried. They couldn't edit everything out. But they tried to keep it. They tried to keep it as as localized as possible. So as, oh,
0: my Lord. As little
1: damage as possible.
0: I don't. You
3: are finally going to listen to let, that me again? D- let me
0: double that one up.
3: And she probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but, you know, just a matter of time. She's not lonely. (laughs) (laughs) I apologize, I apologize. (laughs) 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 (coughs)
2: Uh.
1: It's the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast. Oh
0: my God, let's just stop it right now. (laughs) That is the cusp of this episode. <laughs> <laughs> they're,
1: they're trying to hide that.
0: There is nothing else we can talk right now. <laughs> oh my god! Thank you, Adam. You brought back. Oh, the, you brought back what we needed.
1: That was the basis for us oh. out of the week, though. You know, oh back to its god.
0: roots. It's the Tommy Adam Hardening Podcast. <laughs> <laughs> More to here. Of the week. Oh, mm. farting and burping. <laughs> it's a combo. <laughs> Adam, oh, yes. we're we to the motherfucking end of the week. This oh is going to be a short one, dude. Okay. Uh, Social media death tributes, Adam. Okay. Oh, okay. What, what do you know about social media death tributes? Social media death tributes. This is what
1: somebody dies and what you say online in tribute to their death? Is that what we're doing?
0: Yes. Okay. Now, how many times have you read these heart-touching tributes? on social media Mm. to celebrities Mm -hmm. who have gone to heaven or hell, take your pick. Wherever. Right? Sure. You would think that these people, I'm talking about common people like you and I. Sure. Would have known them personally. Okay. Have you read them?
1: I've I've read. Now, what I'm, what I would say about that is that some celebrities, you sometimes you have a connection with a particular celebrity. Like we brought up Dave Mustaine earlier. Yeah. If Dave Mustaine keeled over, fell over and died. It would impact me somewhat,
0: mm, yeah,
1: and I would have a certain feeling about that.
0: Okay, so that, so that you know, I get it. You know, I get it. I've written yeah. something here and there myself, sure. You know, about some you know and musical artists, you know, like like when uh, at a distance, yeah, very meaningful yeah, to yeah. me, yeah. right? Yeah, like uh, like when Neil Peart died, you know. Oh, absolutely, you know, absolutely. You know, I yes. probably wrote something, yes. You know, I mean, and and you may have that kind of maybe something happened in your life that that goes. With something that that artist created. Yes. You know, a lot of times it could be a song. It could be like, you know, your wedding song. You're talking, you're talking about songs that you relate to. Like I told you, it could have been a wedding song. It could have been anything. Anything sure. that that artist put out. Piece of art, maybe. You know, and that artist died, you want to write something. Had a
1: significance out. to you.
0: Yeah, yeah. Or it could be, you know, the, the, the song you first banged to. I don't know. It could have been anything, you know? Okay. Anyway, now... Every time somebody huge dies, I brace myself, buddy. I say, "Oh, oh, here we go!" Oh, here comes the avalanche. Here it comes, and it it, it just does not want to end. It's like that ice ice bucket challenge. Ice, it will yes. not stop. Yes. While these one-time uber famous celebrities mm-hmm. may could have been twenty years in a nursing home drooling and having, you know. Depends on and whatnot. Where were their tributes then, Adam? Oh, are you understanding what I'm trying to say here, right? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. So, on that note, we still have uh some oldies that may be ready for kick the bucket. There's always
1: somebody that's getting ready to fall. I'm
0: guesstimating they might they may last longer than, than you and I. I don't know. Okay, so how big of a tribute should they get now? Possibly daily, and if they don't get it, how big will it be on social media? So do you think these celebrities that I'm gonna about to yap out to you right okay, now? Okay, okay, good. You know I want you to measure them from one to ten. Are you, are you with?
1: Me? And this is to be done upon their death, to be celebrated before their death.
0: Before, so they
1: can see it. Before, maybe see the appreciation.
0: Before or after, based on your judgment. However you want to do it. Okay, okay. okay. So now these are all. So di- so re- so my,
1: what my job is is to say, this person needs adulation pre-death. This person needs adulation post-death. And this person needs no adulation at all.
0: If you want, you can do it that okay. way too. It's, I'm good with it. Okay. It's however I wrote it, it works with me. I love it. You know, now let's just say these are dying hypothetically. I just want to put that out right now. I'm not saying everybody's they're dying. going to die. I'm not saying. They
1: will die eventually.
0: I'm not, yes. I'm not saying they're going to die now or do I want them to die? I want to put that out very clearly, right? But they will die. Okay. Every, oh, yeah, but like you and me. Yes. Let's start with a Biggie. Okay. Oh, he's already dead. No, 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 no. There's oh, no, not, not Biggie. All these celebrities I'm about to mention right now. Okay. Are all alive.
1: Okay. You with me. So you weren't saying Biggie?
0: No, Biggie already died. That's what I said. And he's still getting tributes. So yeah. So you can imagine. Okay. He got a bunch of tributes last week. Oh, did he? Yeah. Share 74. She's only 74? That's right. What? what? <laughs> that's her official age on the, okay. on the web. You know how we go.
1: Should she get tributes? No. I think she should get... Now, I actually heard uh, thoughts that she should be canceled
2: <laughs> because of
1: like her half-breed song. Do you remember her song, Half-Breed? Yeah. And then the one that gypsies, tramps, and thieves?
0: Uh-huh. And then, oh, it's
1: also... and then she's upset about being called a tramp, and then she's taking money for sex.
0: That's a tramp. Oh, okay. So what you're saying is... She, maybe that... she should just be canceled. Just because of what's going on with Pepe Le Pew. Yes. No tribute to her. This is what she deserves. On the scale from one to ten, she gets a zero. Zero. That's bad. <laughs> zero. Share no tribute for you. No tribute. We're going to go into the rock world. Okay. We know this guy as Granny Alice. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. All right.
1: Yes. Alice Cooper, 73. Alice Cooper, 73. I think uh, just this week I actually saw an article that he was a trailblazer for the likes of David Bowie. So he's getting right now, he's getting tribute. He's getting adulation right now.
0: And I'm, saying, going to, I'm going to last week's mode again. <laughs>
1: don't, don't, don't worry about that. My God, my allergies are kicking It'll in. You'll be all right. Um, I think he should get some pre-adulation for his theatrics and uh, all of his years on the golf course.
0: <laughs> How about post-death? Post-death? What do you well,
1: well everybody's going to get a mention post-death.
0: But at what mean, level?
1: At what level? I think, uh, okay. I have, I just, this is the 0 to 10. 0 to 10. And he's he's going to get a... Okay. It's going to be specifically for the rock world, people that had in interactions with The them. rock community? So I'm going to put it at a 3.5. Wow. It's pretty low.
0: Wow, that's low. Because
1: it's going to be specific people, and it's not going to be really a mainstream thing. Wow. Okay. Cher, Cher would it. actually be more mainstream. She would have a higher number if she wasn't already canceled for all of her
0: bullshit. (laughs) If she wasn't on the Pepe Le Pew list. Right, 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 right. (laughs) Clint Eastwood. Oh, Clint Eastwood. Previously
1: beloved. And then he got political or something, he talked to an empty chair, and then people started not liking him, (laughs) is what I remember. Um, I think all of the work he did as an actor, um, all of his Dirty hairy stuff, I think he's going to get... The benefit of the doubt, he will get a 9.2. Wow. A lot of adulation on his death. know, I have t- Even though he was political. I have... yeah, He we, still made a lot of people's yeah, careers pe- in his movies. People forget.
0: Mm. Yeah, no, people forget. Uh, I have here a typo on his age. 990. wow. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Maybe he's the one that won't die. He will just be eternal. <laughs> Adam.
0: Yes. The next guy. Another guy. Jerry Lee Lewis. Jerry, he's he's 80, alive? He's 85. <laughs> did, we, did we double check that? Yes, sir. Is he alive? Yes, sir.
1: Holy moly. Okay. Here's another trailblazer. Right. Uh, great balls of fire. Right. Um, taking young women across state lines That's and stuff.
0: Yeah. People forgot that Doing already. Things
1: that. Um, had a movie played, Dennis Quaid played him. Um, we're going to come down a little from that high mark that we have with Clint Eastwood. And I think we'll probably be settling in around five. About five. Okay. Because people don't forget like the, oh, underage girls, huh? Hey, let's, let's say this yeah, about him. Yeah, some idiot's Let's, gonna, be, let's yeah, be stupid. Yeah, hey, yeah, 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 right, yeah. yeah. Let's some, celebrate this Somebody guy.
0: Who's, who thinks their opinion is the most important one, like me. Yeah, you weren't alive in that. <laughs> you weren't even alive in yeah, the 50s exactly, or whatever idiot. it was. Yeah. All right, Adam, it's going to get tougher now. Shoot. He is 75 years old. Okay. He'll be... Se- well, yeah, he'll be 75 this week. Okay. Elton John.
1: Elton John.
0: Oh, this, is, this is not harder at all.
1: This is going to be widespread love and adula- adulation, and it probably will begin if any inkling comes out that, oh, Elton has the sniffles. He is he is in the hospital. Oh, if any of that happens. COVID. We're going to be saying, oh, my God, this great person, this, this uh, pioneer is, uh, is falling ill. Let's tell him how much we love him. So he will get pre-adulation. And then upon his death, all the way to 9.7,
0: wow. he will be loved. Your highest so far. Yes. We're not done. Oh, my We're God. We're not done. Okay. But We're not, Whoa. that's do you Elton, It's Elton okay. John. All right. All right.
1: How, how many things has he done? Many things. This gentleman is 88 years old. Is this our, Quincy, is this our oldest one of the left?
0: Quincy Jones.
1: Oh. Jeez. It's like there's a, it's a crescendo. It just keeps going and going. Oh. Jazz icon made so many careers, studio work with everybody. Oh, just beloved. I, may, he probably has about six ex-wives that don't like him. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the only people that don't <laughs> Those like will Quincy Jones. probably be the Jones. comments in there <laughs> them, right?
0: That's probably the only people that don't like him. And Quincy Jones will be international, all ethnicities, all everybody. races. Yes, everybody,
1: everybody's going to jump on board to sing his praises.
0: What What do you score him at? We, what the, will you there's score? There's no up? such thing. What do you score up today alive?
1: There's today alive? Yeah. Um
0: I just had a birthday uh, not so long ago.
1: Okay. In life, I think more people still would say Elton John is getting more adju- more more positive notes or something.
0: Right, because he's not the he's not the performer per se. He's the yes. guy behind, he's the guy behind the controls. But
1: man. I'm going to say, I'm not going to say nine point four. Wow. Really high. That's really high. Really high. Okay.
0: He is seventy-nine.
1: Okay. Mick Jagger. Mick Jagger. White guy. Womanizer. (laughs)
0: Pays (laughs) ten thousand (laughs) dollars. Uh, that was and two- this is just
1: one lady with this was kid. A, that
0: was in 2000 or 2010. I remember, I forgot and, which
1: one it was. And this is just one lady right. with this kid. He's got all these other no, ladies. He's a kids Brazilian.
0: Too. We see a lot of Brazilians on the third why, birthday. Why not? You know, <laughs> you can't make. You can't be mad at him. <laughs>
1: no, not at all. Um, now, definitely, we're going to come down from these high water marks that we've wow. had with these others. It's not going to be so universal. I can't believe it you. It's not going to be as, as so universal. Wow. You, you have to look at the trends that are out there in. In the world right now, okay, and this is a rock and roll icon, probably seen as a womanizer somewhat. Probably, ha- do you think he'll be canceled? Probably seen s- in somewhat of a negative light by a certain element. by
0: the, by, by the way, next motherfucker is gonna be who's gonna get canceled?
1: to <laughs> have a long list.
0: Um, Cardi B won't be one.
1: <laughs> I'm going to say. Uh, the rock and roll world will actually love him, so I'm going to put him at
0: 8.3. Wow, lower than Quincy Jones. Lower than Quincy Jones. Wow. Lower than Elton John. I'm going to respect Absolutely. that. The last one. The very last the one. Very last I one. I know you have some personal affection for this guy because I've I see your mm. eyes glitter while I was sitting next glint, to you. The glint. The glint and yes, while I was ne- while I was sitting next to you. In the interest bank arena as we saw him. Maybe the only time ever that we'll be get to see him again. Mr. Paul McCartney. Oh. He is 80 years old, buddy. Paul
1: McCartney. Okay. Now, the has a couple of blemishes on his record. He married the one-legged girl. Mm-hmm and stories came out that he was mean to the one-legged girl. Like, he wouldn't go get her a bedpan or something. Do you
0: really think they would revive
1: that? He wouldn't help her to the bathroom or something.
0: Do you think they would revive that? Do you really think that? He's
1: to the level of billionaire, and the richness, being that wealthy, sours people.
0: Will he go on the cancel list next week?
1: (laughs) He could. He could. Um, Mm. But I'm going to say... He's a Beatle. Okay. So good. you're going that, up. You're going up. That brings him way up there, and it has to. He has to be higher than Mick Jagger. Okay. He's going to be higher than Mick Jagger, and I think he'll reach the level of eight point
0: eight. Whoa! Well, I gotta respect that because that's what I asked you, Adam. I'm just telling you. You can imagine if three die, the internet would implode, buddy. <laughs> that's for sure. Tell that I'm they would come to do. an oh. end.
2: <laughs> no
1: no, no, no yeah. Jesus
0: is a coming. <laughs>
1: <laughs> you like that motherfucker? That, that was yeah. that was interesting. Yeah. It took a lot of concentration too. I like, man, how do I see this happening? Good <laughs> times, <laughs> bad times.
0: Tommy, what do we got this week? Adam, we're gonna we're, we're bringing it on home, buddy. Maybe that's the new, oh, a new song. Maybe, maybe we need to go ahead and change it. To, <laughs> we, we may need to change it to bring it on home. So uh, bring it on home, my man. Do you got the good or the bad? I got the bad news, man. Oh. We got the bad times. Not right. The bad news. Lead it off. Bad Bunny's Adidas collaboration. <laughs> Is it bad bunny times <laughs> or just bad times?
1: <laughs>
0: Sold out in minutes. <laughs>
1: <laughs> it's a new segment. Bad, bad bunny times.
0: <laughs> we have to remember that next week. <laughs> oh, Adam! Bad, what, what did he do? Bad, bad bunny evidently, had some Adidas he was hawking. Okay, and it sold out in minutes. Just like I've heard of tickets going uh, being sold out for shows in you know whatever minutes. This guy's shoes. The one he put is, I think he put some kind of an eye on there or something. I don't know. His emblem.
1: It has to be a limited edition, right? There's only so many available, right? no idea. The same thing happened last week, I think, with Kanye West's Yeezy brand shoes, where they were sold out instantaneously. That must be a new thing. And news reports came out that he is the richest black man in the country. 6.6 billion
0: net worth. More than Jay-Z?
1: I, this is what I said. This is—I mean—he was almost president. Wow.
0: <laughs> but yes, he's super wealthy. You know, we're talking about bad bunnies doing <laughs> the same thing. We're talking about people that things that people shouldn't forget. Mm. They should forget that. Oh. Or <laughs> <laughs> as right, Snoop Dogg told Trump, "For shizzle my Trumpizzle." <laughs> Thank you for. Thank you for raising my sales. So how much did these Bad Bunny sneakers Uh, go for? Check this out. Props to whoever was able to buy the new Bad Bunny Adidas sneakers this week. Mm -hmm. When the sought-after shoes went on sale in the morning, they sold out what seemed like in seconds, baby. Bad Bunny, the sneakers were called the first cafe. Don't get it? Don't know? Doesn't matter. Shoes went on sale this morning and fans had to sign up to enter a draw to purchase them. Oh, you had a lottery to actually get the opportunity to spend money on these? Seconds after signing up for the draw, most of them got a sad message. Just seconds, that was it. Sorry, your entry was not successful. The sneakers are being sold at a whopping $160. That's a deal. Just 160 is not that bad. Right, right, right. Now, now, 160 is not bad. But fans of the fluffy one scoured the internet. Oh, the eBay. Offering up to $3,000 to own a pair.
1: Wow. That's insane.
0: I, I know it's bad for the fans, but it's funny for me. I just don't. <laughs> and then, oh, by the way,
1: do you ever put them on your feet? I really, I
0: really don't know, man. It's, uh.
1: Because uh, there was a picture of Justin Bieber wearing the brand new Yeezys, which were super expensive, I guess. and But he was walking around in them because he's Justin Bieber. I don't know what to tell you because. Uh, do you put them in a glass Lucite case or something and say, those are my bad bunny shoes?
0: All I can tell you for for us, that was bad times.
1: (laughs) Well, we need good times now, don't
0: we? You know, like I told you, his name has bad. Has (laughs) bad in it. it, It's it's
1: bad news. So even if it's good news for bad buddy, it's always bad times. It's
0: it's always good good news for us.
1: (laughs) Well, good times. A Georgia man who was expecting his final paycheck from a former employer got his money. These are good times. Andreas Flatten said he submitted his two weeks notice in writing in November last year, and the owner was distraught with the negative reaction. He put the hands on top of his head, he walked away and disappeared for like an hour. Didn't even talk to the guy.
3: Very upset. <laughs> okay. Very
1: upset with this two weeks notice. Flatten, who said he left the job due to a toxic work environment said he was still owed $915 which the owner told him would be delivered in January. He said the owner accused him of damages when he called to inquire about the check not arriving at his home so he contacted George's Department of Labor. Oh okay. So he took it up the up the chain there. Flatten said the money then showed up as 500 pounds of oil-covered pennies that were dumped in his driveway in the middle of the night. <laughs> His girlfriend took an Instagram video showing the messy pile of pennies. Oh, shit, He man. says, I have nowhere to put them. <laughs> I had no idea what I was going to do. How do I get money from pennies? <laughs> it's like it's not even currency. <laughs> anyway, he put them in his garage. He's cleaning the pennies. And hopefully he's going to go to one of those coin stars and get his
0: $915. He can go to one of the supermarket at Billings. 500 pounds. Bad times, bad times. Oh shit! Man. I knew we should have ended on the uh, on Wendy Williams oh, part. Yeah, we, we we will right now.
1: <laughs> oh, she, apologizes. she apologizes. She
0: apologizes. Tommy, do you
1: have anything else?
0: Oh, no, That's it. Okay, I'm ready to start my birthday date.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Happy birthday to Tommy Martinez! Send an email oh, to the Tommy you. and Adam Hart thank to Name you. Podcast. Thank you, uh, Tommy and Adam Pod at gmail.com and now for your birthday wishes to our own Tommy Martinez.
0: Thank you, brother. I appreciate uh,
1: that. As always, we want to thank our legion of listeners, our fans, and whoever else subjects themselves to this podcast. We really appreciate it. <laughs> yes, we do. Keep in mind, life is not that serious. <laughs> Again, search the keywords, the Tommy and Adam Hard to Name Podcast. Listen on Spotify, Apple Podcast app, CastBox, and everywhere else this podcast is on demand and streaming activate the (laughs) notification icon to be notified when we are online and tell a friend or an enemy i am adam tate and i am
0: tommy martinez
1: and you are listening to the tommy and adam hard to name podcast remember to always play it often play it loud but play it and since it's tommy's birthday i thought we'd leave you with the massive nerd song by the plaid jackets adam west is batman
3: The Tommy and Adam Hard to Name podcast is produced by Datagola Promotions. Yeah, Wichita, Kansas. Datagola Promotions.
0: March the twentieth, twenty twenty-one.
3: and female girl skunk. And she probably got five new boyfriends. We haven't caught anybody coming out of the house yet, but you know, just a matter of time. She's not lonely.